Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, back in the building 24 hours later. And let's just all start by saying, dream it, believe it, become it. Come on down. It was a very, very fun night of boxing yesterday. And it was kind of, yeah, it was epic because we were flicking through two channels. And you know, the nicest thing is, Next month, we'll be flicking through three channels because I know Eurosport's putting on shows as well. No, four channels. Eurosport is doing with the Pro Bellum. Then you've got the Wasserman on Channel 5. Then you've got Sky and you've got The Zone. And potentially, we'll have all four stations showing boxing at the same time. That's five, Spence. Not eight. Four. Eurosports. Eurosport. Channel 5. Yep. The Zone. BT and Sky. I didn't mention BT. We, why, why are you mentioning BT? I, I didn't mention BT. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're on BT. You <laughs> we have BT to mention slave, BT. Right? Because you're on BT. Because BT is I didn't mention, mention BT. BT. You have I didn't mention BT. BT's got one humongous show next month. Listen to me. You have to mention BT because no. it stands for Baba Tunde. <laughs> no. no. No, it doesn't. It doesn't stand for Bubba Tunde. It stands for Bubu Bubu Tunde. <laughs> you start already. That's right. So don't try, don't try um disregard BT Sports. No, no, BT I'm not disregarding BT Sport. No, listen to what I'm Hold on, BT. We got Zach Parker. We got yeah. That's a big. Fury. That's a big show. That's a big show. That's a big show. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot lie. And say that that Zach Parker fight ain't big because okay. uh-huh. that is a big boy fight. And I'm so really can't mess up my microphone. And I'm so looking forward to that fight. I ain't lying to you. Yeah, that fight there, that that's fight gonna be a serious is, fight. Yeah, Wayne Rooney is in the building, it's at Pride Park, so you know it's gonna be a humongous event. And you got the one and only TF and the DW, Tyson Fury and Dylan White. Wembley Stadium, another stadium fight in the space of, I don't know, what, one month? So it's a great time for BT. So don't try to disregard BT like we ain't. No, 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 disregard. No, there we go. There we go. So you just can't help yourself, you know, especially (laughs) since you start putting bleach on his teeth. As everyone else noticed that Tony's teeth are looking very white. Seriously, 
just bro, just tick just press number one in the in the comment section if you could tell me that Tundi's teeth aren't looking whiter. I said, Tundi, what are you doing? You're getting the whitening things here. Nah, nah, nah. Tundi showed me the mestos, bro. He's rubbing his teeth at night time with the mestos. <laughs> bro, I didn't call you Tespa. I didn't call you Tespa. My old school, my old, my old school virgin that we grew up with. Bro, you seen the pictures? You know me from school. My teeth have always been like this before. Turn, um, turn, before, turn. before um, bleaching teeth come turn, out, turn, my teeth have always turn, been white. I brush them every day, twice turn, a day, three turn, times a day. Turn, turn. You, you've been bleaching the teeth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Bro, hate is not a good thing, you know. Chrissy Blue, defend it for me. <laughs> Thank you. Mind Marsh, she says, she knows. She's known me from school. I've always been like this. Don't try, don't try, don't Listen, try. Spread no bad about my, about, about, my, about my mastery strategy. <laughs> Black magic is working, bro. No, I'm joking. Come on. Come on. I'm not saying that Tundi went to Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, don't see what I'm saying. You're putting bad, bad lies out there. But anyway, let's continue with the show and let's get rid of our, our weekly banter as we do. But maybe we won't get rid of it, but we just won't deal with it at this precise moment. Um, it was, as we said, it was a great, great, great event last night. A great showing for boxing, real boxing, not no YouTube, um, no nonsense. Man, just disrespecting the sport in one way. Um, Josh Warrington. Fantastic performance last night. Regaining, is it regain? Because did he have the IBF? Yeah, he did. He had, he, had, he had the IBF before. Yeah. Um, then he, then he, then he got stripped to the crown. Yes. Right. But then he lost that fight. Mm. And then because at the time the IBF said that man wasn't worthy, wasn't worthy of challenging for the title. Right. Mm. And it was like, oh well, Josh Warren. You now have to go back and fight Kid Galahad again. He said, listen, man, I had life and death with that, brother. He's not bringing no big peas right now. I don't want that fight. Quite rightly, so I don't blame him Say he don't want that fight. I don't want that fight. Didn't take the fight. They stripped him of the crown. He goes in, he goes He goes and fights against a Mexican brother. A Mexican brother, Mexican brother stops him. Then they, they had the rematch, and in the rematch, uh, in the rematch, it was a no contest, isn't it? What the rematch? Oh, yeah, because of the headbutts. Headbutt, no contest, right? Yes. Since so, then they said, right, so what's Josh gonna do? Then Jazza Dickinson, Jazza Dickens, and um, Kid Galahad, Kid Galahad, they clash, and Kid Galahad box out of his box out of his skin. Yeah, excuse me, Spence. Someone just said Spencer's gonna get copyrighted because you're showing fights on the TV. Ooh. What are you talking about copyright? JJ just said that. I don't know how. Uh, cool. I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just take that off then. <laughs> yeah, please. Just on, just on in the background, bro. Just don't try to mash up the, the Snapchat money, bro. Don't yeah, try to mash real. up the Snapchat money. <laughs> no, what no copy? For, yeah, yeah, the Sangari. We don't want no copy for, copyright infringements because he's there showing off with fights in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time, Bobby Wright. Thank you for the four forty nine. The first Snapchat, Bobby Big must up, have heard Bobby us. Wright. Bobby must Big have heard Bobby us. Wright. <laughs> and and Bobby, we appreciate you. All right, I want man to recognize recognize that we appreciate you, bro. All day, every day. Oh, tight, late show. Tundi looking like the British Leonard Ellaby. Come on, but the the, the British stroke Nigerian or Nigerian stroke British. 
<laughs> Tunde Ajayi. Don't try to bring me no little LB. Little LB don't look like me. <laughs> bro, I, listen, let me tell you this now. I took Little LB out to dress, bro. And that's that. I hope and so. We, right. Remember, remember when you got us in for at the Peacock? What was that? That is that's 12, 13 years ago now. Mm. When Floyd did the public mm. workout at the Peacock Gymnasium so, and Tundi yeah. phoned me, said, You coming down, Spence? And I come down. You yes. know what we did that day. You know we, got Jermaine, we got Jermaine. Uh, uh, we had to make Jermaine. I got Jermaine Defoe. No, exactly. Jermaine Defoe couldn't get in, and we got him in round the back. <laughs> Imagine. All right. So this thing works. Um, I remember. Man said it's not cool. <laughs> super chat. It's not called. It's called super chat, not Snapchat. No. No, we, we know that. Snapchat. Me and Stencil give it that name, Snapchat. So don't worry about that. We're not following no script. <laughs> not at all. Um, but yeah, going back to uh, Josh Warren, you were saying that you know um, uh, Jazza Dickens and Kid Galahad fought for it. Galahad there became the IBF World Champion. Uh, subsequently. Uh, fought Kiko Martinez and was brutally stopped <laughs> with an overhand right. Yeah, in a fight that was winning. But you know what? This is what I've got to say. We have to give Eddie Hernish props on this one here. You know why? Because we know, and this is no disrespect to Pat Barrett because he's my guy. Zolfa Barrett, he knows I've got nothing but love for him. I don't believe that Zolfa Barrett won that fight against Kiko Martinez. Mm. Uh, even though there's that stupid feather. But I thought it was fitting that they brought him back and they put him in a world title shot. And it was everyone was looking at this fight like, ah, why is he getting this? Why is he getting this world title shot? Why is he getting this world title shot? And the man came in and he was getting beaten, but he bit down his gum shield and he was defiant because mm -hmm. he came to get that victory. So and he got it. So we have to props, we have to props him. And also last night, he just anyone, let's go back and watch the watch along right now and listen to the commentary by Baba Tundi Ajayi and how animated he was. Usually Tundi can hype up anything, but the hype that was delivered yesterday wasn't hype. It was rightfully and truly deserved for both fighters. They put in a tremendous fight last night and it was Trust an excellent me. for British boxing. Trust me. Excellent. And, uh, you know, Jermaine Williams says, why are we overshadowing <laughs> the headbutts? And it's not really overshadowed because I was saying it, I, I was, I was saying it in the live. Listen, like, <laughs> there was so much headbutts in that fight. Lloyd Hunnigan, the former undisputed World War Eight champion who beat Donald Curry September of 1986 would have been proud. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no. Lloyd was, was very, very industrial with the head when he'd throw his shots. But is that his style? Does he always fight like that, though, Spence? You know, is, um, he, is he known for? Because I mean, uh, if I remember, if I can remember right, quite rightly, um, the Lara fight, Lara was complaining about the head from the bell start, from the fight start. You, you, you know, what it is. I don't think he's deliberately coming in with the head. Yeah, I think it's more to the fact that he's coming in with the head to protect his, his chin from getting caught in a shot. Yes, yeah. yes, stylistic. <laughs> Bless That's you. what I believe. That's what I'll put it down to him. Him being, um, I don't know, wary of him getting caught on the chops. So we come in with his head, and he's got he, he cups it with his with his stance. He cups it in and comes in. Mm, 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 mm. Suffice, Suffice to say, 
Oh, the echo, echo business start again. Spence. What echo business? How can how can the phone be echoing when like no, there's... I can hear the echo. Seriously. Can the crowd hear it? Tell me if you can hear it. Because all I gotta do is turn down my microphone then. I will turn down my Gary, mic. Because I can definitely hear feedback. Gary says keep going. Keep going. Uh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Can you hear it now? Echo. Still uh, echoing. Cornell XX1 says echo. All right, one it. second. Could be my mic. We'll just double check. We'll just go into the Spencer, audio. Maybe you got YouTube open. Have you got YouTube open, Spence? No, not on my phones, no. Uh, no, on the TV, but it's boxing. It's not our show. Mm. No, someone no, said it's Tundi. How can it be Tundi? What, 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 why can it be Tundi? Why? I don't have nothing on. It's because you're Nigerian. <laughs> I don't have nothing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn down. Nigerians are running the place right now, so don't even say that because Richard Riappour is a Niger. <laughs> if you didn't know, AJ listen, listen, is a Niger. Wait there. I want to know. Like, is, is a Niger. Wait, wait one second. One second. Man wait there. Wait, 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 wait. Right seeing as, seeing as uh, adjust automatically. It's you. It's absolutely you. It's One second. You. Is it echoing now? Is it echoing now? It stopped now. It stopped. Sorted now. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's not get into that cultural debate. No, let's, <laughs> no, 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 no. One second. Let's have. I'm it saying was this. Spencer. You see, the people are saying it was you, Spencer. It was definitely maybe, you. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Echoing again. What's this from Gary? Yeah, yeah. We can see. Anyway. We don't want to continue with no long talking because on the line in the show, we have the one, the only South London's finest. That's that's the title you're getting now, Rich. That's South London's right. finest, the midnight train, Richard Riappo. Yes, <laughs> Press the button, friend. <laughs> now you have to turn it up. We can't hear it, bro. Turn it up. Thank you very much. Press it one more time. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> How you doing, Rich? Yeah, I'm good, you know. I'm good. Still, man, just chilling. I just come to pick up one of my family members at the airport. And yeah, oh. just okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I had to what, jump on the show, what, you get me? So okay. what did they did they were they better come in to watch the fight yesterday and got a late flight? Yeah. I know. Nigeria. Typical Nigerians, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the vibes. Yeah, definitely. But listen. Just joking. You... There's no racial divide here. We're all one family. Ooh, listen, one, listen. One. How, how do you assess your performance last night, Rich? And uh, how do you feel? Yeah, I think, you know, um, I think I could have done a bit better. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a harsh, I'm, I'm a harsh crit critic to myself. Tony, press the button. I beg you, press the button. I said that. I said that on the yeah. show. I'm I said exactly those exact words. Yeah, a lot of people say, yeah, I did excellent, whatever, and I was patient, but, you know, I just, there were some shots I was trying to get off. But to be fair, to be fair, Dion is very tricky. Very tricky. He's elusive. He's like, he's there, but he's not there at the same time. His footwork goes, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like he was going in and out of stances and stuff sometimes. It's weird. But, um, yeah, no, it was good, you know, because... I wanted, I was, obviously you can see what I was trying to do, man. I was just lining them up for the shot. 
and yes. um, we, we landed it. That was the main thing. I wasn't even trying to box with him after a while. It was just no point. What, 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 I, what I noticed and what I was at, when, I, when, when you messaged me, when we messaged each other this morning, I was actually going to go into it. I can see that the way it looks to me is that you're trying to implement or you've got, it's like you're learning so much daily that when you're actually in the ring, you're like, you're trying to, it's like you're thinking on the job. You want this thing to be clinical and classy. Yeah. And and I, and, and I I was saying, bruv, Rich, just go in there. When you dropped him, I was like, bruv, just go in there and bang this brother out. But it shows a lot of maturity that you're not, you know, because listen, the less you get hit, the longer you last in the sport of boxing. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and, and I can see that you're a young studious man trying to, all the things you're being taught by Angel Fernandez. And listen, you're winning, you're, you're coming out there healthy, you're dropping your parents or you're picking up family members the next day with no bumps and bruises on your face. So that's what it is. And tell us a bit about, you know, the relationship you have with uh, Angel and how that's going. Yeah, the relationship with Angel is great. You know, Angel is obsessed with boxing. He's a proper mm. obsessive. He's always watching. He's just like Spence. Just like me today. He's just always stop, watching. Stop, 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 stop. One second. Nobody's like me. Uh, this guy, <laughs> this guy is, is unbelievable. Carry on, Spence. Um, carry on, Rich. I'm joking, Rich. Continue, bro. Boxing historian, and that's how I refer to Spence. But you see, Angel, he, he knows about so many different types of fighters, um, different style of fighting. And he tells me to watch like Latin fighters, American fighters. Never used to do that, but now I, I really follow like fighters like Finito Lopez, fighters like um, Julio Cesar, Chavez, um, Chavez. Yeah, all them different type of styles, and it just it's all about just picking some things, some things because they might help you with your style, help you mm. think in different ways, help you mm. to add to your game in different ways. And I just see what they're doing, same as Canelo. All these these different fighters, man. So it's it's really interesting. And every time I'm seeing him on the social, I'm seeing him on Snapchat. He's always got boxing up. And mm. me as a professional fighter, I wasn't even watching boxing at a time. Spence, I was trying to Spence. Spence is telling me about fighters. I'm like, bro, I don't even know any of the fighters that he mentioned. Like, and it's embarrassing. You know, I'm supposed mm. to be a professional fighter. So when I started watching the boxing more and more, and I started to realize, yeah, it's like. It's in your in, in your subconscious mind. It's like there you, you go. To react different ways. Talking the thing, please. Spence told me back in the days. I don't even know if you remember Spence, but you told me to put leave boxing on in the background. I never forgot about that. I leave boxing on in the background now. When even if I'm not even watching it, mm. you hear things. You hear certain things, and it just don't tell them too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, don't it's tell deep. them, bro. Don't tell them. It's it's bro, these are family it's secrets that you letting go. Yeah. <laughs> now, end deep. of the day. That is a that's a massive compliment because I remember when I told you that that's when you came down to Sky, and and you was on ringside toe to toe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember saying, "Now, nah, Rich, these are the things that you have to go do. Like, don't that that ain't no, ain't no big secret because like in my house right now, the boxing on the background. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go upstairs, boxing on the background. My missus gets sick and tired of it. My son gets sick and tired of it. Wait there, Amari, you done your setup yet? Yep. Okay. Uh, every day, my son. No, every day, my son's ten. Every day, he does fifteen minutes setup straight. Love that. You know what I mean? And he's so. When I want, so when, when my son now I can say like, oh, but daddy knows this guy knows that guy. Now he can look on the Adonis looking. I don't know how you get your body. I don't know how you get down to the weight, Rich. You're gonna be a heavyweight, you know. You do realize. Hundred yeah, percent, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 
you know what? The good thing is I've got a, a decent nutritionist, and um, yeah, they keep they keep a track of me, you know, on the weight. So we do it properly. And then when we come in the ring, like we're massive compared to these guys, you know. That's yes. how it's to be fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're massive compared to these guys. But when you see a Coley jump in the ring, when after he's weighed in, he looks like he's he's a heavyweight, and really mm. he is. Yeah, he really is. And mm. the the ones that um, we're fighting against, they're like like light heavyweights with a lot with with a bit of muscle mass or or cruise weights, just standard cruise weights. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's why we yes. bully these guys physically. Now that you now that you you know you've alluded or mentioned uh, a Coley, is that a fight that you can see yourself having in the future or you know in the near future? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think obviously what we wanted to do is get a world title and do unification yeah. and build yes. our property. So we walk away, you know, both of us winning. You know, yes. you know what I'm saying? Love that. That's a big fight. Everybody knows we're going to be throwing our hands. There's going to be a lot of, uh, there's a lot on the line, you know. There's glory, there's bragging rights. Mm. Now, he, he believes he's the best. I believe I'm the best. And it's, it's, it's a proper scrap. You know what I'm saying? It's a proper scrap and, and it's bound to be a knockout. Somebody has to get knocked out. Come so, on. Come on. It. Come on. But and he's an East man as well, so you know. And he's, he's an East boy. Yeah. yeah, so we've got to deal so, with that matter proper. It'll be a mad thing. Everybody will come out for that. But it's a thing yeah. where we have to make sure that we are looked after. Yes. And you yes. know what I mean. We have yes, to, we absolutely. Have to we're getting our, um, what we deserve, isn't it? As I've always said to you, um, Richard, the name of the game is, is being smart. You know, securing yeah. yourself and your family Absolutely. financially, not just being someone that's pleasing the fans before they please themselves. You understand? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when your career is over, you know, you'll be forgotten about within 20 minutes. Trust me. This is what I want to say. If, if a fight did ever happen between you and Lawrence Okoli, yeah, would it be a battle of who makes the best Obalende Suya? Or who? <laughs> this guy's mad. Who has the best pepper soup? Who has the best pepper soup? Because two pepper soups fire, you know. How the jam and go see, bro. Nah, yes, that's that's he's taking that. Can I just I've say? Yeah. I've got a picture of Tundi when he used to make pounded jam back in the day, you know. I lick his, I lick his five fingers. <laughs> back in the day, what you stopped? No, you know, you don't know. 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 Don't coming from the same uh, environment that we have come from and actually being strong enough to mentally take yourself away from that thinking, not necessarily uh, disconnecting yourself from the area or everything like that, because we all know the man that we still got about mentally taking yourself and, and representing South London, you know, Albany Road man them, the estate man them, Wolf Road man them, in a way that you really have to be proud of. You know, I, I heard your interview on Sky Sports uh, prior to, and even this morning, and I just want to say from the bottom of my heart that you're repping and continue you, to keep doing what you're doing because, you know, 
I say, you know, you always tell me, you always say to me, unks, we're, we're, we're following your thing, but, you know, as a young person, you know, young people that come from, 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 from your area, seeing you, it's, it's inspiration for them. And it's inspiration for me. So not only are you inspiring the young, you're also inspiring the older. And I, I think that's what's more important than just putting on the gloves. You know, it's a legacy you're going to leave uh, after you finish and the legacy you're leaving now. So, Rich, bro, that's my little piece for you. Um, keep talking about the boxing. Let's go. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm saying this, Rich. I'm, I'm saying, like, I've seen the style evolved, but what I'm also seeing is like I've seen Angel Fernandez coming under a lot of stick, right? Yeah. And I saw in that fight yesterday where he told hey. you about applying to the body. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that shot didn't look like nothing that floored Dion <laughs> Juma. A lot of people were being very critical to think like, right, he swallowed it. I'm trying to tell, man, because this is the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to speak it. Dan Aziz said to me, because me and I speak regular. Dan told me, he goes, Unks, nobody punches harder than Richard. He said, not a holy. He said, none of it. He said, oh, my God. He punches on some different level. And I'm here and I'm saying, I know when a man's doing all this little herky-jerky and moving around and befuddling you and all the rest of it, just like you saw my prediction that I put out, you know? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I saw that. I saw that. I spot on. Okay, right? Spot on. Yeah, because, right? Because yeah. it's man that say they, they watch boxing, but do they actually study it? And I'm looking at the attributes, and I'm saying, you'll be able to do that herky-jerky thing, but whereas I see the punching power that you got, it's only a matter of time that you cap it. And one thing that I see is the Chris Billum Smith fight, yeah? Yeah. You show me that you got heart, you know? Because yeah. when you had to bite down to you, I remember that fight because you mash up your hand. You come you afterwards there to um, wrap up your hands because your hand was so yeah. busted, yeah. right? Yeah. So when I when I see when I see that, I'm saying, you know what? I heard the instructions when Angel said, "Go to the body now, start flicking to the body," and that's what you did. And as you flicked to the body, and you threw that right into the body, right. it was where she wrote. So. Yeah. There's enough times where everyone says, "Ah, oh, what spent you like to give angels?" I don't like to give him a stick. I'm just, a, I'm just a, I'm very opinionated. Yeah. But when a man can read a fight, and that's what he did, he read the fight because he's saying, "Yeah, you weren't getting no success when you're trying to, you're trying to box with him, yeah. and he's a southpaw yeah. as well." And you made that slight adjustment where you shuffled your feet yeah. over, you shuffled your feet over to the right. Usually, when you do that, you're going to carry that with a left hook. You never yeah. you throw a right hand down to the body, and that was it. That was it, yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, I've got props Angel Fernandez for that, and I have to props you for administering what you have been told to do. Yeah, you see, with the, with the yeah, Southpaw, because they their liver is 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 faced towards us, and me as a as a, a good right-hand puncher, um, I throw a good straight, so it, it was right there, and he didn't see that coming, so he hit right on the liver. You don't even need to hit too hard, you know, you just need to, to plant it, and that's it. That's the most painful shot in boxing. There's nothing more painful than that shot. Could you but mentally yeah, feel, could you mentally feel him uh draining as the rounds went on? Yeah, that's why I was patient. I don't know if yes. you noticed, but I was very patient and very I could see like, him. Oh. I could see his body language, I could see his eyes. I could tell yeah. he was he was going little by little. And yes. um one person always told me, 
you know, Richard, believe in your jab. Even though I couldn't establish my jab as I would have against an orthodox fighter, I had to kind of pour it in this fight, but to line up my right. But in a in a normal fight, like sometimes I would think that the jab is not doing no work, but the jab is breaking people down. And next thing you hit a guy with a jab and he's on the ground, and you don't even know yeah. how, because yes. it's just slowly breaking you down, busting you up. And I learned that even from being around Dillian White. Dillian White would be busting you up with a jab and then he knocks you out. And that's mm. the style now, you know what I mean? But with, mm. with these fighters, it was just like, I just knew little by little, you can see him. He didn't have the bounce no more in the sixth, in the seventh. You can see he's slowing down. He was trying to move around, but it wasn't the same. It was just more like trying to get energy, trying to get oxygen. Yes, yes, yes. Man, Jermaine, like I, God. God. no, I was, I was, I was just like I know when you're, when, yeah, yeah, when you're fighting, I just know that there's more for you to do because you're still learning on a job and you're relatively, yeah. you're relatively still a baby, even though you're 32 years young, you're relatively yeah. a baby simply because of the road and like there's certain guys who've been who've grown up in boxing since they've been a little child they've grown up yeah. having like being religious buying a boxing news on a friday waiting every month to get the boxing monthly and the, and the ring magazine and, and the ko magazine and all kind of things those, those days are done now you know what i mean so yeah. what is now there's a new age so i would say to anyone like i'm saying to any young man who wants to be inside this boxing thing study the game you know what I mean? Yeah. And watch great because greats leave clues. Like when Tundi said, yeah, I'm in this training thing, I see Tundi take his money, go out and spend time with Freddie Roach. I think he spent like a month with Freddie Roach. You know what I mean? Went out, spent spent like three months in Floyd Mayweather's gym Mayweather. to, to all the youths that was coming to him asking for training. This guy, Johnny Tackles, you know what I mean? Then he's working down at 50 Cent's gym, then he's doing bits with Mike McCollum, then he's, doing the, he's going through all of these. So... Once you're around greats, even if they don't do nothing around you, they still leave clues. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm a big, I'm a big advocate of that because from when I was a youth, I would be constantly debating with Colin Hart. When I was a youth, Colin Hart had did the Sun newspaper, the boxing on Sun newspaper every Friday without fail. And all the big fights he would he would he would cover till me and Colin's bony five bridges, like um, so Jeff Powell. All of these men, all the writers, I'll be around these guys. I can't want to hear the stories about boxing. boxing. You know what I mean? Rich, and can I, I, for you. Can I ask you, Richard? Um, yeah, I mean, when do you envisage yourself next getting in a ring? And um, how soon will you be back in the gym? <laughs> I want to be, I'm back in the gym ASAP, like tomorrow. Come on. Like, Come listen, on. Listen, I don't know. I don't understand how these, these fighters just, Like, how can you, you, you call yourself a fighter? You know, you jump in, in the, you're having a fight, then you just disappear for a couple of weeks. Madness. Come back training. Bro, that's that's not how we live. Like, we, we Bruv, actually when live. I came, when I came into boxing, I, I'll never forget. They always like, Tundi, you, you're training them too much. You're training them too much. I'm like, he said, you're training them like they're world champions. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, bro, ain't that the key? Ain't that, ain't that, ain't that. <laughs> we ain't got nothing, fam. We need to work hard. And, um, it's a mindset yeah, that definitely and a, and a, and a, a mindset that uh, inevitably has got you where you are today. And let me just shout out, you are an official global ambassador of Adidas, along with AY. It was good to see you join the team. 
and Thank bro, you. repping the Adidas again. And uh, it listen, man, we you, you know, every day the young kids from our environment, and I keep on saying it because I, and I'm not ashamed to say it, have no excuses because we've lived the life that they have lived, and you, you know, you're representing, you know, it's not, a, it's not everyone who's a global ambassador for Adidas. Uh, tell us a little bit about tell us a little bit about that um quickly rich and uh how that came about so um i think back in 2018 they were they had an eye on me i was wearing a lot of adidas and they kind of saw me as a prospect they wanted to sign a few um athletes i think about two do you know it was me do you know it was me that told them about you no i didn't know wow well, you know now thank you thank you <laughs> So yeah, it was like there was like around ten people that they were looking at. They said I'm one of the ten, and that alone was that made me happy. I was like, I can't believe a, a brand like Adidas is just looking at me. Like I just came in the game. I had one fight, you know what I mean, on the stage, and I just came through by the skin of my teeth, and they, they're interested. So, you know, when they said I'm in the final, like three to be selected, I thought they wouldn't pick somebody like me. I just don't. I didn't think. I didn't believe in. It. I thought. I wouldn't fit the the look or you know i thought maybe my past could hinder this deal from being made but i was perfect for it they loved the idea of reformation of somebody changing their lives and and, and trying to do good good things and yeah i got the deal man. i couldn't believe it. I, in fact i got the deal during lockdown yes so when and, everybody and, was kind of struggling yes like, sir contract come through you know what i mean it's like, I, I couldn't believe it that was one of the happiest days of my life that's the that's the and, and 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 further to that, you're all doing catwalk thing now. I see my own Vogue <laughs> magazine and all them thing there. I'm like, yeah, I do the thing. I keep telling Spencer, the black and the berry, the sweet of the juice. They like the dark skin brothers, fam. I tell you, with the, with the cheekbones. <laughs> Every guy, turn, turn. We, we we all knew when we were younger. Oh, he's frozen. He's frozen. I you uh, who's frozen? Ah, uh, it's Richard's Richard's thing. Yeah, Richard. Because at the airport, he's at the airport. Trying to yeah, do some, on, some smuggling thing, trying to get Nigerians in the country. That's like, <laughs> no, I'm saying like, um, back to Richard. I'm saying Richard's story is amazing, you know? very amazing. I mean, Richard's story is amazing. Richard died, you know. Mm. That's what people don't realize. Richard, Richard, Richard died. He got stabbed in the heart. The brother mm. died. So mm. everything that you're seeing right now, this is God's plan, what we're seeing right now. Mm. Everything that we're seeing right now with Richard is God's plan. So for, for what I've seen, where you've come from, I remember the first time I ever met Richard, you know, was um, I was training a class down in Kennerton and he was outside with one of his bridges and your bridging gave me some caps, whatever, them, London, something. I was wearing it yesterday. Um, my Richard was there, yeah, man, Spencer's one of the OGs, you know, Spencer's one of the OGs. And, like, his brother just gave me up some cap. He said, yeah, man, this, like, he's the guy. Them times I was at that TV station, he said, yeah, he's the guy. From then, I've always been following Richard. From then, I've always been giving encouragement. But, like, I give any of you encouragement because, you know, this road is, it's, it's not an easy road. And there's only a few men that get selected. So it's a good thing when we've seen Richard get that and he's got that now, especially with a young Embraer company like Boxer, when it comes in terms of boxing, and your but your your top bill, that's only a good thing because you're going to bring in other youths to follow and do the same thing. 
So, Rich, what is the actual? What's the actual um, company? I mean, was it? It was Vogue that I saw you on it, wasn't it? Uh, we've lost sound. We lost sound, brother. We lost sound. He's got all this cash. Rich, all you, tell him to um, Gary, jump him out, then jump him back in. Because that's what happens sometimes. Because he's doing it via his phone. He's so he's doing yes. the he's doing the, the Zoom link via via the phone. So sometimes I mean, that happens. So the fight is right. You know, I've yeah. actually seen and heard tonight from a, a young man who's not only a aspiring and and on, on his way to being a world champion, but just showing you how modern day fighters can really just you know use their attributes to make extra income. <laughs> Other than yeah. boxing, it ain't yeah. gone out of gone out of days where we're just relying solely on boxing on because you know that you know that boxing's a hard road and uh it's not always that you're gonna be fighting, you only really make real money when you're in the big big fights. And it's just uh, great to see that you're able to earn a living doing other things, just being natural at the end of the day. But yeah, yeah. I wanted to know, was it what magazine it was? In, um, so what, what it was, um, I, I'm, I'm signed to a modeling, modeling agency called IMG. It's massive. Yeah, I know IMG. They're big. Yeah, I didn't know about them, but they were messaging me and contacting my close people. I work with a, a person called Richard Moore, my commercial manager, and uh, he's, he's, his um, wife is Ramla Ali. So okay. um, he brought me in and he was like, listen, I think there'll be a good opportunity for you and stuff like that. Signed with them. The first campaign I did was the Glo was the global campaign for Dior Home. And that mm. was with a boxing campaign with, with, with uh, six other boxers and, and models. So Ryan Garcia was also in there. And, uh, and then after that, I did a catwalk with uh, Burberry, Ricardo Titsky. And uh, that was massive. That was one of 40. And it was all over the place. Vogue everywhere I'm, I'm doing magazine stuff now i'm getting a lot of interest from you know these big brands like prada burberry and all that so it's it's crazy bro and i just signed in in november so everything is been like so fast excellent excellent well you know the focus always must be boxing um Absolutely. and i'm sure it is uh but you know listen rich it's been absolute pleasure having you on the show Again, yeah. congratulations yeah. on last night. We don't want to, we don't want to hold, you, hold you up. Yeah, because you're busy. But before you go, Rich, before yeah. you go, you know Rich can rap, you know? <laughs> we've, <laughs> yeah. we've seen the video, bro. We've seen the video. Yeah, but Rich, but I knew for a long time because I remember when he was telling me, like, yeah, yeah, I said, what? What? Like, what? Pesta? Because every time it's Pesta, they were like four years of yeah, fighting. Yeah, Pesta was doing the rapping, did it? Yeah, Pesta was doing the rapping. He said, look... When I come on the mic, Pesta has to put down the mic. He can't chat when I'm. Yeah, I mean, he said Pesta can't, Pesta can't chat when I'm chatting. If you had like top three names that you'd like to see this year, who are the guys that you'd like to see this year? I like the sound of uh, Golamarian, Arsen. Okay. Fight for me. There's Turchi, Fabio. I was actually was supposed to fight him first. He's a, a more of a physical type of southpaw, but we would have knocked him out. Trust me, we had a okay. good time for him. <laughs> preparing for first, and then mm. after that, with two weeks or three weeks notice, they just said, "Lawal's injured. Juma is there. Like, do you want the Juma fight?" 
oh, you're not going to fight until X, you know, God knows what, like, you know, a couple months later, you know, we know the sport, we, we have to be active. So, you know, we took that one. It's a bit more slicker, so we had to change tactics a little bit. But, um, yeah, I would love to see any of these guys, man. Um, who else? I think, you know what, I like these domestic fights as well, you know. I don't they're, they're, the ones, they're the ones. Yeah, they're the ones. They're the, they're ones. the ones. They, they build profile as well. Like I like them. Yeah. And I fancy my chances against anybody. You know. So, yes. so, so that's two names you called there. So what about Lawrence Coley? Lawrence Coley. I think that could happen if I can get the world title. That if I if I can get the world title. Wait, when you get when you get the world title. Year, yeah. I mean, like as in this year, we can do it early next year. If not, okay, and it's a bit mad. We can still make it happen by the end of the year, no problem. It's just a okay. discussion, bro. It's just a discussion. Slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to get. So just take your time, brother, 100%. young brother. Don't 100%. be rushed into nothing. Take your time, strategize your career, um, because it's a ten-year. You're in this. You're not in this for long. It's still boxing, in my opinion. Is not a kamikaze thing. <laughs> it ain't no kamikaze assault. Yeah, let me just rush to be a world champion. You want to be a world champion and you want to keep it. You don't want to just be 100%. a one-fight world champion. You know, and so there is a lot to learn. Remember, we don't really have that amateur, you in particular, that stellar amateur pedigree. Background. And, and, so, and so you're learning under the cameras, very much like Anthony Yard, um, and so you just gotta take your time, um, yeah. and I'm sure that you will reach your uh, destination, brother. So Love. thank you, thank you again for coming on, Rich. It's been a real pleasure. Love and respect, and man. Always. Nah, Rich, respect, Always. my brother. Yeah, I mean, you're just empowering my black book every second, every minute, every hour. But yeah, <laughs> just continue doing, what doing, continue studying, and you know, and continue listening to David Allen, the power of I am. That's all I, I am. say. That's bro, come on, man. That's on my books every flipping day, come man. Every day. Come on, come I on. I still got that on. video that you sent me on on, on IG. You know, oh, come on, breaking man. that down. That's that's life. That's come like on, life. Yes. Come on, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Love. The one, the only, the midnight train, Richard Riappol. Thank Big you, up, Rich. Thank you very love much for listening to the show, man. You know, have a nice love. evening. We'll catch up soon. Love, yes. brother. Yes. Big up, Rich. Big up. What a beautiful young man. Humble beautiful guy. young man. Humble, Representing humble the thing. Humble, you know, uh, and, 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 and going places. Definitely. One million percent. One million percent. Homie blessed the show as well. You know he's definitely going places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that he, he, you know he's Yoruba, innit? He's not Igbo, innit? God, bro. Well, that's the, that's, anyway, let's not get into that. No, I'm I don't know, know what you I don't know what you is. Well, I, know, about, I know people like you, too. They're a bit cocky. They're ones from Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a young man regardless of it's a, I don't where, what, big, up, what, big up Richard React Paul massive big up big up his camp you know what I mean because seriously like I said Angel Fernandez comes with a lot of stick but Angel was the one that told him to manoeuvre and to fire downstairs to the body and when he did that he got the stoppage so you know what I mean can I just ask how you knew he told him to get to go to the body when, when your TV was supposed to be on mute what are you talking about? 
No, because I rewatched it. Gary, Gary, because I rewatched the fight. Gary, Gary, can you explain? Can you explain? Can you explain? Not, and, and this is the man that told us that he don't know where the echo is coming from. The echo was bro. coming from you. See, now you hear what Gary said. The answer to the echo, bro. The man bro. was listening to the thing. Yeah, <laughs> bro, you know what I'm to say? You know I'm sharp, Smith. You know I'm sharp. You know I'm sharp. So, no. bro, when you are sharp today. You cover your tracks. No, 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 no. I don't need to cover because I watched the fight again this morning. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't want to be singing. Seriously, bro, come on, man. You had the Abba, ting on. Listen, you boy. had the ting on. You had the ting on. Otherwise, you, you know what it was? It's because you won't buy bloody sky. That's why we're getting echoing. I don't want to get into that, you know. But if, bro, I, oh, if, yeah. someone's ever, if someone's ever take a picture of how Tudy watches the fight, so I'm going to jail, bro. I hear what I'm saying. Spence lied to us yesterday. Raw lies. Sorry, Prince Teddy. Sorry, Prince Teddy. I apologize, sir. Please forgive me, sir. <laughs> and can we just, can you just tell Dan, Daniel to come fix up the sky in my room and put it in the bedroom, man? I need a sky thing in my bedroom. Nah, seriously, my, my mastery, I'm telling you this now. I know for a fact that I'm Nigerian. No one don't need to tell me that. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> must everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. Anyway, what's time now? The timeline is quarter to nine. Um, is it time for our second guest or so we just I don't know. Is he coming in yet? Um Gary's gonna let us know. Uh, Were there before we even touch on that? Today's Mother's Day, right? Yes, and to all the mothers out there. Yeah, to all the mothers, big up. So I'm saying happy mother's day to every mother, to every biological mother, to every grandmother. To every woman who has lost a child, to every expectant mother, to every mother who has gone to glory, to every aunt, to every sister, to every niece, to every foster care mother, to every stepmother, to every spiritual mother, to every woman who has positively impacted a child's life. Come Happy on, Mr. Love that, fam. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That is a brilliant, brilliant piece there, Spence. And that's something that has to get put on the story. Repeat. One million percent. Reshare. <laughs> big up. Big up every mother on Mother's Day. Um, some other news in boxing. We are understanding there was some breaking, breaking news earlier that the Devon Haney and Gambosis fight, Cambosis fight, um, is done. And <coughs> what great timing, because the man that's just joined us is looking some of that money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, boy. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's, you see the timing. You see the energy. From the energy series. It's too much. It's too it's much. Too much. We're just talking about the money, the money fight, and Maxi Hughes pops up and says, "Listen, don't mention that money fight without me involved in that conversation." <laughs> well, I think you know what, guys. Thanks for having me on again today, and I think yes. we're in good hands. As after winning yesterday, um, Eddie says, "I, Maxi, I'm going to make you rich." Come on, so, uh, love so that, uh, <laughs> yeah, love that, sir. So that's what I would like to hear. And let me just say, so we'll see. It couldn't have happened to a nicer bloke. I'm just being honest. 
Yesterday's performance, I was salivating because the jabs, it was like Jab City. It was Jab <laughs> City, beautiful movement. You was moving yeah. like you was moving like Pernell Wicker. And let's not get it. I, I don't want the people to be fooled. Ryan Walsh is a good fighter. He is very, very, very good fighter. He's um, a good fighter. Experienced. Very experienced. And you made him look like a lot. I'm just being, and I know them. I trained them for one fight, Ryan and Liam, when they was in London briefly. Um, so I know them well. And I was like, it's the first time I've actually watched a 12-round contest with yourself uh, in, in, in totality. And my word, Maxi, keep doing what you're doing. That listen, yeah. brilliant performance. I'm gonna give you a round of applause again, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Maxi is the person who is having that Indian summer, mm. right? Yeah. And Maxi is the person that has proven to me that it's never ever where you start. Yes, ever. Huh? You know what I mean? Because you know I mean life within itself is not a destination. But the success of life is the journey. And it is, it's empowering to me to see that or to any young fighter out there, things have gone wrong for them. Things where you've lost a few fights and people thinking, oh, well, we don't know what you're going to do. Just continue working on your craft. Yeah, that's Continue it. working on your craft and that's what you've done. If you want it bad enough and keep working, if you want it bad enough, keep working. So that's, that's my little bit of advice. Like you say, if you want it, Get back in the gym, reset yourself, don't get disheartened, learn from it and move on and keep grafting and and dedicate, like as Floyd Mayweather says, dedicating yourself to your craft. And, yep. you've, and you have definitely, you are definitely the epitome of that. Well, I mean, when, when, when could we likely see you back in a ring? Are oh, you just having a rest now with the family, I guess, and... What's next for you? Yeah, well, I'm gonna have a quick, quick rest. Um, soon as soon as the aches and pains have gone this week, I'm I'm gonna get back at it. Um, because I've found with myself, the more active, you know, by living better, the the performances uh, it shows in your performances. So, I only had two fights last year. I wanted three. I was asking for the third back in the year, but unfortunately, it never never happened for me. But I will be trying to put my foot down a bit more now with my management team, promotional team to hopefully get th at least three fights. So I'm hoping to get out in summer. I'm going to be asking to get out summer and then back end of year. So I'll have a little rest, let the aches and pains go. Um, assess assess the fight, have a chat with the trainer Sean about you know things we could improve on and what we did well and, and we'll get back to to perfecting our craft and, and what we do best. Well, well, I say last night, it was a great night for the gym and Sean in particular as the, as the, as the, the, yeah. the, the key man. And uh, tell us, I mean, it's, you know, you must be uh, not only over the moon for yourself, but over the moon for, for Josh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think what's good about it is Josh, Josh mentioned it himself, which I think it could have been a little demon he was carrying. Like he's at, he's down to inactivity. He'd not actually like got a win for about around two years. Obviously, the first Lara fight um, didn't go his way, and then the rematch with Lara ended up with a with a draw. So you know, tasting that, having his hand raised for the win, you know, he'd not he'd not felt that um, mm. for a while. So 
he got to exercise some demons and you know he, he just like just like doubters mainly uh, yes he got, he got to silence he got to silence the critics and you know he showed just what he's about uh last night and i'm so proud of the way he did it and you know he's carrying he, he you know he didn't go kiko didn't go down without a fight you know he's he caused yes. um, a, bre a break in josh's draw jaw well wow. so josh josh's yeah is, um, is he out of hospital now or is he still in hospital yeah, he's, uh, we've, I've just had a message uh, in the last hour that he's, he's now back at home and okay. he's got a broken jaw and it's going to be two weeks on, on fluids. Well, <laughs> we're, we're, we're happy that he's, he's returned home safe. And, uh, yeah. it's, just, it's just a great time. I mean, to, going back to you, you know, what do you want next? I mean, what, what, in, a, in an ideal world... What what do you want, Joe? What do you want, Max? Uh, well, uh, you know, one of my goals is to get my hands on one of the other four world title belts. But it seems now, um, seeing seeing the latest news on the Haney Cambosa situation, that they're yes. going to be get they're going to be getting it on. So, you know, I'm I'm not that's that could possibly be the rest of this year because uh, it looks like there's a rematch clause depending on who wins and etc but you know as as a fan as well i'm happy that that's happening that we're going to get to see the undisputed lightweight fight so as a fan i'm happy for that and i'll yes. enjoy watching that um but in terms for myself i'd like to just keep busy and um earn, earn some money i spoke to eddie i says that that's my intentions eddie um i achieved my dream by winning the british title last year so you know i'd, I'd like some Secure financial security, and you know, he's promised me that that's what he's uh, that's what he's going to be trying to do for me. Excellent. Spence. Who would you like to fight, um, uh, Maxi? Who would um, you like to? Fight? Well, I see my manager <laughs> mentioned it, and um, my team at MTK have mentioned a possible fight with Ricky Burns, which you know, I'd be well, well oh. up for that. You know, yeah. tremendous about amount of respect for Ricky, free, free weight world champion. One of uh, the best to come from Great Britain. Um, Absolutely. Or, or the, there's another guy on my radar in Francesco Patera, uh, Euro European or uh, former European, two-time European champion, ranked highly with the WBO and WBC or WBA. So a, a good fight that one. Like we actually had a bit of a spat on Twitter a couple of months ago <laughs> before I got confirmed. <laughs> to be fighting Ryan Walsh. Um, I, I were interested in that fight while I didn't have an opponent. Um, but I know he's got a good fight coming up uh, next week or week after, I believe, uh, in against Samuel Molina. So that's a good fight for him if he comes through that. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll see what the team thinks. But um, any fight, just, just a fight like, like, like them two I mentioned, they're going to get me, you know, they're going to give me that fire in my belly, uh, you know, something to really get up for and uh, and improve, you know, fighting guys like them. Coming through them, you know, I'm going to gain gain experience from them and, and become a better version of myself going forward. Spence? In the fight yesterday, I saw you throw jabs like from the outside of his front lead left from 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 his front lead so you yeah. 
would like you twist out you'd put you'd put your southpaw right leg on the outside of his left leg and from there you turn you throw your jab at yeah what, what fights you've been studying i know for the saffron fight i know what you're studying because i was giving you blinking loads of fights to watch right yeah, but yeah. In this fight here what fights were you studying brother um not too much to be honest um just watching me usual i watched a lot of pacquiao to be honest and he does it's it's not almost it's not like that. a it's not a straight jab and it's not a right hook it's a it's, it's curving a, a sort of a turn to to what how, how sean explains it is look for the v in your if you're trying to explain your your opponent's guard when theirs is not tight you've got that little bit of a v shape and that's the only Arc, arc your jab over that over that V. That's what he keeps saying. He always says, you know, he says, look for V. Look for the V and, you know, find that jab there. You know, it's a bit of a bent, a sort of a bent arced jab. But, you know, from, from uh, uh, southpaw, southpaw stance to the orthodox stance, look look for that V. And we have, we have a lot of success inspiring them every time we spar orthodox lads it's it's a a simple instruction one at you know one at first thing he says you know get your feet moving keep keep your shape keep your head movement and and have a look for the v um so it's summit summit we practice religiously and you know and, and i notice pacquiao does do that a lot and i've been watching um you know i've watched them all time and time again the 24 sevens um yes. so what watching them over and over again and i notice pacquiao does do that a lot with him being, uh, you know, a, a brilliant southpaw. Well, it's funny now that you said that, especially with the Pacquiao movement. I saw a lot of that yesterday. They're mm. hitting and, and then dipping and rolling, and you know, yeah. when Ryan would 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 try to counter you, you were literally gone all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was even a time when he done a flurry, and I swear, not even one punch. And I, I said it on the broadcast. I said, "Listen, <laughs> it's like you could just, you know, when you was a little kid and you." You blow the bubbles in the air. You you try to you try to pop them. That's what it was. So yeah, credit, yeah. credit to you for your boxing skills. Yes, I, I want to say fighting at Ellen Road must be a dream of yours. It's got to be anywhere. Them them big stadiums. Yeah, we did. So we did head in there last year. Um, the arena the arena last night was electric. Like that that noise for the walkout. Brilliant. But yeah. If um, if that comes around again to fight at Ellen Road, uh, or oh, so you box there? Have you topped the build there already? No, when well, my, that, the last one when I boxed Strathon for the for the IBO, it was at Headingley, the okay. the rugby ground. Um, yes. So you know, Josh Josh won his world title against Selby at, at Ellen Road, the football ground. But yes, if that came around again, again, I, I would love love to be on that. You know. Love the love the experience of the the stadiums, real yes. uh, you know real real magic stuff. And 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 uh, correct me if I'm mistaken, is it just recently you were able to give up your 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 job and concentrate on boxing yeah. full time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just see we've had a message from Sniper the boss. Yes. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, big up Sniper. Yeah, yeah big up Sniper. He, he said, you, "Proud of Maxi, uh, yeah. love his boxing skills. Enough respect to Indian Spencer." Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, sent, he sent me, a, he sent me a message, a good luck message, saying, "You know, good luck, do the business. It's all about the skills." And that, yeah, and, uh, all the that, you um, skills be the build. Yeah, um, Tunde. Yeah, after, after my, like, it was after the Strathon fight. A few weeks after that, 
I had three week back at work and then um yes, wow. was lucky enough to get a full time sponsorship. So, you know, able to spend more time drilling things, you know, nothing more rushed then. I wasn't trying to squeeze this gym session in after work or a run before work. It were the the timings were work well, so you know, just nothing more rushed can get to gym and spend a bit more time, you know, it's not rushed talking through yeah you know, we did a lot of talk me and sean a lot of talking sessions and sessions where you come out of gym and you don't really feel like you've physically really worked out but we've spoke about you know certain shots and just slowly done them on bag and yes. he'll stand in front of me and slowly showed me you know how he mean how, how what what is you know def, like what he means and where he wants me to be positioned stuff like that so you know, that's that's stuff that we've uh, been able to spend a lot of time on uh, while we've been full-time. Yeah, well, you're a real, real working-class hero and a, a really uh, a inspiration to uh, to really every boxer. You know, a lot of these boxers, yeah. they they don't even work full-time. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they ain't even getting nowhere near the level you're getting. So yeah. now you've actually, you know, you won a world title and still had to go back to work. And yeah. it's just... A tremendous, tremendous achievement from yourself, and um, you should be very, very proud of yourself, Max. Uh, keep Thank doing you, what man. you're doing. Excellent boxer, class, class boxer. What I saw last night was skills, and I yeah. love that. Yeah, I love that. So just keep it up, and uh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, it's a real pleasure. We got we got the champ with us again the day after. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. keep on getting them. We just had Richard Rector before you, and now we've had yeah. you after yeah. that performance. Know that if we'd have got Josh Warren, but he was, I mean, he was not. I didn't know he was. He'd be talking like, hur, 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 hur. right? But, um, I'm but, just saying, um, like, Max, you just keep on doing what you're doing, bro, because yes. it's yeah. a, you know what? We were saying it like the first three rounds, and me and Tony just said, nah, man, this is boxing, man. This is boxing. Mm. Because yeah. it was, it was, it was a joy to watch, and um, even more so, even more so. I'm saying, yeah, that fight yesterday, you're going to be hard to to look at two British competitors demonstrating yeah. that level of skill. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be hard. Absolutely. So I know, like, bro, I've watched so much boxes unreal, right? So, yeah. but to see two men like that, it was a throwback. But in this era, yeah, and I was yeah. like, it was a it was a pleasure because something like what you was demonstrating yesterday, I could sit and watch three hundred rounds of that. Yeah, yeah. It was, and you know what was it? Charles Bernard Shaw said, like the people that make it in this world are the ones that go out and look for opportunity, and if they don't find it, they create them. So I'm seeing yeah. what you've done with your career. You have created all of this. Your team, your camp, everyone, Sean. Uh, everyone in your in your camp, just to see the success that you're doing, you, my friend, are a credit, and you are no longer an unsung hero because you're on the fight right now. So we're singing yeah. your praises. So thank you for coming on the show, brother. Appreciate it, ladies and gentlemen. The IBO lightweight champion, the one, yes. the only Maxi. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Maxi. Thank, thank you, man. Love, bro. Appreciate you having me on. Always yes, got time for you guys. And yes, uh, have a good time, rest of the show. Yes, and sir. Thank you. Yourself. Thank you, Max. Thank Please. you very much. What a beautiful human being. Max Lovely guy, man. Lovely guy. So Bro, 
these kind of man, these kind of man, you want them to win. You want them to win. Because they're, they're honest. That's what you could call an honest, honest grafter. You know? Yeah. Not, not everyone comes with the razzmatazz, with the good looks, with the, you know, the well-spoken... What are you trying to say? He's ugly. He's not ugly. <laughs> but not everyone comes with the razzmatazz and the good look. He ain't no cat model like Richard Rapp, but I'll tell you that much. <laughs> nah, don't pay the with my Maxi. Maxi, my breadwinner. stuff. Maxi, you know what I mean? the point I'm making is that, again, don't judge a book by its cover. The will and determination of an individual cannot be seen. It's spiritual. It is spiritual. And it's spiritual. And Maxi use, you, it, he does, he's a person, as I said last week, language was invented to, to hide feelings, you know what I'm saying? So, so this guy, you can feel that he's a nice person. Good uh, brother. He's Good just brother. a nice guy, Spence. Yeah, I mean, good brother. When he had the fight with Saffron, he, he, he like sent me a message out, Spence, can you give me some fighters like Southpaws versus Southpaws? And I was humbled that uh, everyone you could have gone to, you come to me. Because I didn't even know you like that. I just, I know you because I commentated. <laughs> yeah, but I'll be real. Miss Ringside season. Dion was nice looking. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I told you, Dion looked like R. Kelly, fam. <laughs> Dion looked like a little. No, we did not say he looked like Spence. He looked like Monty Griffiths or one of them brothers. There. Remember Monty like, yeah, This is how we do it. <laughs> oh, tight, Miss Ringside. Give a little eye candy on the thing when the fight is right. Well, we see what's going on. Anyway, saying, like, sorry, yeah, but that's the thing. It's you, but it's all them girls looking at him thinking, oh, he looked nice. That's why he lost. <laughs> yeah, they drained out his energy. Drained out his energy. Miss Ringside drained out his energy. We're blaming you. You drained out the poor youth's energy and say about, about he looked nice. Bro, he got to the he, he went into the fight, his legs was weak, fam. <laughs> and, and Richard just tumped him in his belly. Anyway, 84 boxing says 84 boxing says. How can you not want to see this guy make a bundle of money, deserves all the fruits, one million percent? Good guy. Good guy. Very, very nice human being. Um, definitely that's what he gives out. I mean, we don't, we're not with someone 24-7, but the energy, uh, what he gives out uh, um, and what he's um, displaying is, is one of... Just, just a, 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 a all-round nice guy. So big up Maxi Hughes again. Uh, wish you nothing but the best from myself and I know Spencer. Uh, it's because of Spencer. I know Maxi. So yeah, man. I know Good Spencer. Cool brother, man. I love the you. Love the you. Lovely, lovely, lovely guy. Anyway, we got to talk about the lightweights turn, and we've heard the stories now. June it's set for Australia. Yeah, you know I mean, Cambolti versus Haney. It's on. It's, it's on. on. It's on, I believe that Luda Bella's the one that, that sorted out the money, the financial. So know that it's going to be on ESPN. I've been trying right? to phone Will. I've been trying to hot Come on, come on, Twindy. I'm going to give you the black power, the black, black power magic. Will, I'm giving it to you now. now. I'm giving he's it to online. you. He's online I'll now. You, I'll give you and the powers. Look, you see it? Will, Will, I don't, Will, you don't, look, Twin, phone the brother. I'm giving you bro. the powers now. I'm giving <laughs> you the power. 
He ain't picking up the phone. Jundi, you're not dreaming, believing it, become it. Come on. <laughs> you see, that's what happens when you put bleach in your teeth. You lose up the powers. <laughs> <laughs> you you started again. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I phoned him three times. He was just online. He looked at the message. Oh, bloody hell. I'm messaging the wrong guy. You see? Wow. Bloody Tundi. Bro, I keep doing this, you know. I'm I'm thinking this is Will Haney and it's Will Harvey. <laughs> Sorry, <see>? mate. But I'm going to delete this used number. I keep on phoning him. He must be thinking Tundi's mad. Let me just delete, delete my man from my phone. <laughs> sorry, sorry, people. Let me phone Will. Let me phone Will Haney. <laughs> all right. Here we go. All right. Let me phone. Bro, I've been messaging this brother all day. You Bro, boxing eighty four said eighty four boxes said man's phoning Harvey from Soul Solid Crew. <laughs> Bro, I've been phoning Will Harvey this time, but that's mad. Oh, man, Miss Miss Ringside Tundi's pink book. <laughs> yeah, the pink book ain't working. The pink book powers. Nah, come ain't on, I'm giving the powers now. Just phone the brother now, Tun. Well, I'm phoning. I'm phoning him. I'm phoning him. Mm. What time is it in Vegas right now? Um, what are they seven hours behind? You probably mm. Mm. let me see Las Vegas. The time, it, oh, it's oh no, it's one, it's what 10 past one in the afternoon. Come on, is it right? Exactly, and it's a Sunday, you should got to be about man, yeah. I'm a carrier. Let's carry, let's carry on talking. Yeah, it is, it is what it is. Come on, Tony. I'm giving you the black book magic powers. Come on. <laughs> I need to hear. I need to hear this thing. We need the gossips. I need the gossips. I need to know what I'm going. Mm. Bruv, this brother, I'm going to delete this brother's name. This is Will Harvey, bruv. I don't know why I got this. Um, it's too close to Will Haney. Uh, carry on the oh, show, man. Saying, saying Bell Isaac Chamberlain, and I'm saying Bell Isaac Chamberlain for what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be real. <laughs> ah. no, I guess it's a, a, a don't worry, man. Don't worry, we'll get him. We'll get him this. Well, I'll get him this week, too. Oh, I'll get him this week. Ah, oh, this is another number I got for Dev's, for Dev's dad. Yeah, come on, Tun. I beg, I beg him pick up this one. He's no, no, you know, we don't have to beg. He's gonna answer this one. You be ringing the wrong blinking number. Nah. Alan Skill said Spencer's got the black book. I told you you. <laughs> Funny. I like that one. I like that one, Alice Gill. I like that one. Tundi, Tundi. But, but, but you know what? Wait, Tundi, Tundi. J.A. Hartley. Do you remember the, the Yellow Pages advert? <laughs> Have you got the book on fly fishing? <laughs> Who's it by? 
J. A. Hartley. <laughs> but yeah. let's discuss the fight. Let's. Uh, what are you got Peter Khan's number? Yeah. Isn't it? Peter, Peter Khan is um. Yeah, I got Peter Khan's number as well. I got Peter Khan's number. Wait, he messaged Peter Khan's number. I'm not. What phone here for? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's not. What phone here for? Really I don't really like, like off of the back. He ain't family like that. No, I know him, but he ain't family like that. Bill's family like that, man. Yeah. I can't be giving Peter Khan no energy. <laughs> let me let me message you. Messaging. Cause I know this is his other. This is Bill's little trap phone. But bear joke to the show. Of two hundred and thirteen people, press that like button. Press that subscribe. Um, we've tried. I've tried to. to the message will phone him by eight happening people. It would have been good to talk to Dev's dad uh, to whether he can deny or confirm that the fight is actually taking place. Um, but such is life. Uh, yeah, such is life. I know. I ain't complaining about it. I'm not complaining about it. We could talk about the fight. It will be yes. a very, very good fight and you know what this is a time where um devin haney has to step up Mm, devin has to step up no more long talk about anything no more nothing devin's got to step up um how how do you see this fight guys let's does uh, gary let's send a fan a link anyone who wants to come on the show talk a little boxing with me and spence we still got a few minutes left 45 minutes left on the show, we said we did two hours today. I'll go to my bed, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> we still got a little bit of time. Anyone wants to come on, then uh, just let us know. Gary will send you the link, and yeah, 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 yeah. But Spence, tell us how you see this fight going. Um, I don't rightly know, and the reason why I don't rightly know is because Cambosis greatly impressed me. He greatly impressed me in in the in the Lopez fight, um, and I didn't think that he had that in him because I remember speaking to Lee Selby prior to the fight, like the day before I was up in Wales, I did a fight for ESPN Plus uh, up there. Um, Steve Robertson's son um, boxed for the Welsh title, really good little boxer, his son, you know, very very good boxer, Jake Robinson. Um, and I saw Lee Selby down there and I said, what do you think for this fight? And he said, like, TFMO will knock him out within three rounds. And remember, he had a debated split decision loss against him. Yes. Right? And, and do you and know then, Lee Selby fought last night? Pardon me? Did he? How's he gone? <laughs> yeah, he lost. I don't know if he got stopped. Oh, man. I, I saw a tweet from him. He said, listen, I'm getting too old for these young boys. You know, I've been in the game a long time. and He has been in the game a very, very long time. And, yeah, uh, I mean, he's done well. He's accomplished a lot. He's but, accomplished a lot. Yeah, back to back to the Marahan. And he was saying, "Nah, um, Cambos is Cambos is he's just not good." But 
maybe it just shows us just how good Lee Selby was because Lee Selby lost. Um, a, a, I mean, it was debatable. It was a debatable split decision loss. But then also, uh, when you speak to Mickey Bay, Mickey Bay was saying like, ah, Cambosis ain't shit. You know what I mean? Because he lost to him and he was like, nah, he ain't all that. But the man's deceptively good, but it wasn't that. He just needed a fight that he really needs to zone in and turn it on. And that's what he got when he fought Teofimo Lopez. He bloody turned it on hard. So, so you know stopped. what I mean? Wow. So we got stopped fourth round stoppage. Boy, not good. Not good. Mm. Mm. You know I mean, not good at all. But, you know, the like I said, the game. So I, I, I'm, I'm not rightly sure because was was the Teofimo fight just a man stepping up, giving that one great performance in their life, right? Yes. Or was it he was holding back, putting in that great performance till he got a fight like this or a fight at this magnitude for him to go out and go do what he did? No, I'm sitting down. I, I, you know what I mean, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I don't no, know. It wasn't. Let's tell you what it was, Spence. Gone. It's the consistent hard work and dedication. And it's a case of someone looking at someone. It's like it's like you thinking that a girl you dated back in the day is gonna be the same girl 10, 15 years later. You don't know what that girl's been doing in them 10, 15 years ago. She could be a, a director of a major company because she's continue to work on herself. And I think that's the mistake a lot of fighters make. Lee Selby was judging Gambosis on when he fought him. Cam Gambosis. Cam Gambosis, sorry. Yeah. It, it, he, he was judging him based on when he fought him. Same like Mickey Bay. You're not fighting the same person. A child ine inevitably grows up. And uh, it's quite obvious, even looking from some of the Insta posts, that this Cambosis lives in the gym. He's working. He works tremendously hard, and you can see someone that's just um, continuously got better and better and better. And now that he's actually the unified champion, and now he's got all the belts, I think it's only going to make him better. Um, you know can what? Devin, I, I... Can nullify that? We're, we're about to see. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying Devin's very good. Oh man, he's a skill star. Yeah, he's very, very good, right? But I'm yet to look on Devin Haney's career and see him in fighting another young lion for me to know. We saw him mm -hmm. fight an old lion in Jorge Linares, and we saw what happened in that 10th round when Jorge Linares buzzed him hard. Mm. You know what I mean? a, well, Jojo Diaz was a young a young cat. Jojo Diaz. Yeah, Jojo Diaz. Is it he fought Jojo Diaz, isn't it? He's a young boy. I think he only had one loss. Um before that. I think yeah. he did he lose? No, he beat Tevin Farmer, didn't he? He beat Jojo Tevin Diaz. Farmer, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, you know, uh, Devin beat him in his last yeah, fight. But that's a good going. That's a good result. Yeah, it is a, it's, a, it's a good... I ain't going to lie and turn around and say it's not a good scalp. It is a good scalp. But I think in his mind, he always had a beating of Jojo Diaz. That man grew up with each other around in the amateurs. You okay. know, Devil was on the circuit. So I think that... But this is someone that is totally unknown. He's not on your circuit. You're not really going to hear the little susu, the little gossips on them. You're not... You get what I'm trying to say? It's, it's different. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? So you're going, you're going in with an unknown quantity. 
know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But so that's what I'm trying to say. You're, you're going to, it's not an easy fight. It's not an easy fight for neither of them. And I like to see like closer to the time because the fight's only what in two months. Yes. Yeah, the yeah, fight's in two months. The yeah, fight's June. in two months. Yeah, in June. Was it June 6th? So I'm looking forward to that. But another thing that's a kind of crazy thing is like, here's a big fight. Um, allegedly, um, the zone paid Devin Haney $1 million signing on fee bonus, right? To get him. But yet, and they paid a lot of money also to, to Andre. And none of these men are fighting on your platform now. For the big fights, they're not like, right, we've got to abscond them. We can't be on your platform. Dylan White essentially will fight by fight basis with Matchroom. But yet, the biggest fight of his life or his career against Tyson Fury is not on a Matchroom show and he's definitely not on his own show. Um, this Parker versus Andre for the, was it the, the vacant, the was interim it the, the, WBO the, title. Interim, the interim WBO title? Um, and if when Canelo gives up the crown, you'll be elected. <laughs> what's, with these, what's with these dead people coming on the takes, um, Gary? What? People trying to come in with all this. It's mad. I don't even know. Someone's just, what do you call them things? Butts or whatever. I don't it's know. Again. I don't. Comes is echoing again. Is the mic echoing, gal? It stopped. It's still echoing. Right. So, yeah, the haters don't worry. We want the haters to be here. Let them. Keep on no, that's cool. Let's give us the energy. Let them talk. Let's the talk. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Carol's so, back. yeah. So, what, what I'm saying is, when you're in, when you're, when you're seeing like Eddie Hearn put on Fantastic, two Fantastic, last night's show that he put on was a very good show. Yeah. For simple of um, the Kiko Martinez, Josh Warren fight was an excellent fight. The week before that, he put on an excellent fight. Uh, with Conlon and Wood, wicked fight. But the American thing, <laughs> them man are fighting now. One man's going to be fighting on ESPN in Australia, mm. and we thought that you had that patented. Obviously, you never. And then another man, another man is fighting in UK. On, on your rival UK promoters show on the BT with Queensbury and Frank Warren. Right, so you mean, you know what they say in it? You mean, the old saying dance a yard before you dance abroad. So I think you try too hard to, to infiltrate the American team. And it's, it's sad, but as long as you keep on making good fights, can't turn around and say Craig Richards versus Lawrence, uh, versus Joshua Boatsy, Lawrence, call it, versus Joshua Boatsy that's a fantastic fight. I shall be there for that fight. That's a great fight. It yeah. is a great fight. It's a great domestic fight. And I'm so looking forward to that. But right now... Mm, right I'm, now, I'm we've been enjoying the conversation. Yes, my brother. <laughs> how, how, how are you? Tell you. A man's wearing a beanie. Looking like the <laughs> late great Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. I'm not gonna start singing. Let's get it on and and and, and etc. Because I can't sing. Yeah, no. but, you you could, but if you start singing, let's get on, you'll be getting off because we just unless and this is the caveat. 
unless Haney doesn't take Cabosa seriously, similar to how Tifi Lopez did. Tifi Lopez. That's not possible because Deb lives in the gym and has done so, has done so from a little kid, been around champions since a baby. I remember when, remember when Deb was 12, I think Deb was 12, he came over here, trained him while he was over here. Then we went back to Vegas, uh, myself, Anthony Yard, O'Hara Davis, and we trained in the gym. Dev was a baby. Dev was still a youth. Mm. But, you know, he was around all these champions, Gamboa, Sean Porter, Floyd, and he was training with them. You know, his dad really had um, planned everything from day one. You know, called him the dream. You know, mm. he used to box. He used to have the American head guard. It was all set. It was all, it was all planned. He used and, to um, have the American <laughs> head guard. It was all set. Uh, Miss Ringside in the building as well. I think what we got to do, we got to move when we're not talking. I think that's what it is. Um, all right. Let's, Gary, you in control of this, yeah? I'll let Gary control this. All right, let's 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 finish off the conversation with um off off the canvas boxing first. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, no, so I was saying that I don't think there's any danger of uh of, of, of dev coming in unprepared. So that's the only way in which Cabos has benefited from the weight from how um Lopez was weight drained and the fact that Lopez came in. With the, I would describe it as a wrong mindset. He tried to take Cabosis's head off from minute one, whereby if he had stuck to a certain game plan, understood the threat of Cabosis, I think he probably would have beaten him if he came in with the right mindset and the right, you know, physical training. I, I think he probably would have beaten Cabosis. If there was a rematch, I fancy Lopez. Um, so we trying to say I, that Cabosis's like, victory was. Was down to T.O. being weight drained? Partially. I think partially comes down to Kubota's preparation and, and his willingness to win and his desire to win. But he was assisted with that from um, the Lopez side. Whereas with the David Haney standpoint, I think David Haney technically is a better boxer than Kubota's. And therefore, I, don't, I think that Haney would have studied him, would have worked in the gym proper and I think that he would have understood the weak the, the strengths of, of George Cabosis and I, I can't see George Cabosis winning this fight. So um I'm happy for Haiti getting this fight. Um and yeah I, I, I see Haiti winning this comfortably personally. Uh welcome Miss Ringside oh no where's Miss Ringside gone? Gary where's Miss Ringside gone? See, that's what happens when people are on that. Okay. You see, Gary said, carry on. But yeah, Spenny, touch on this thing here. Carry on, please. I don't, you know what? I'm hearing that, yeah? And I'm just playing God's advocate because there's no devils here, right? I don't know 
if Devin Haney has been in with someone who can counterpunch so good with their right hand and be so persistently bullish, and, you know, Tundi can tell you that when you get them, them Australian Cypriots, mm. right? Yeah. Hard workers. Yeah, right. They're not, they ain't no joke, bro. They are not no joke. He is a very persistent guy. He reads fights well. Where he knows, like, right now, this round, I've got to put a little more pressure on you. Right? Mm. Um, and I'm going to be real. Devin Haney's still untested. Right? Mm. Does, does Dev have the power? Does he have the power to worry um, Cambosis? No, I think he's got the skill no. to worry. No, not the power, but the, yeah, the skill. I think it'll be a points win and it'll be, yeah, it'll be dominant for each round. But yes, he, he has been somewhat tested with the Lalares bout and the and the Jojo Diaz fight. Brother, whereby, how, off the canvas, how old are you? I'm 24. It, it, you know what? Props to you, man, there, right? But I'm just going to tell you this now. I've got pubic hair older than you, bro. <laughs> Why did you need to say I'm that? Why did you need to say that? Because I can. So when I hear these little young cats, I like listening to them because they're young. I'm just, ah, be, I'm just keeping this thing 100. No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's crazy. Like I'm twice your age. I'm your so senior. What? So what? Really so what? Why are you so why are you involving what? yourself? Why are you involving yourself? <laughs> what? I'm defending the, the young man. Is, is, is the bleach affecting your head now? Is the bleach affecting <laughs> your head? Because <laughs> to the bleach in the head, 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 who are unbeaten, and Tony could tell you when you're unbeaten in your mindset, you do not know how to lose, right? Mm. And you don't know how to lose. And also, a next thing, which I, which I'm going to say is a major, he's not stupid because he's got to fight in Australia. Do you know how many of them little Greek Australian man's coming out to support him? Yeah. Well, right. So you know what you know what kind of energy that kind of brings that that brings to the fight. That brings a lot of energy. Do I believe that Devin Haney can be victorious? I do believe that he's going to be victorious, but it's not no easy fight. You're speaking like it's like, uh, there's no way. Bro, I'm telling you now, that ain't no easy fight. I'm telling you, because that you can fight. And no, and, and to answer one of the brothers in there was saying, oh, um, my man my man was overrated. Um, Teofimo Lopez was overrated. No, he wasn't. No, not the so way that nice. he knocked out Richard Comey. No so way. Bruv, the way he knocked out Richard Comey, he punched Richard Comey so hard when Richard <laughs> Comey went over to him. When Richard Comey got up, when Richard Comey got up properly, yeah? Richard Comey thought he's back on the plantation in, in Ghana. <laughs> What's the matter with you? No. <laughs> what is the matter with you, Spencer? <laughs> Uh, what are you drinking hey. tonight? What's in the cup? What's in the cup? What is in the cup? We know, we know your orange. We know your orange looking drink. <laughs> we know your orange looking drinks skimmed with gin no. and vodka. <laughs> bro, I'm at a plantation, bro. No, I'm yeah, just not meant to realize that part. 
I don't think we can disrespect Tiafimo. He's no definitely way. a good fighter. Uh, what I feel, in my own opinion, watching Tiafimo, I just think that he couldn't handle the fame. You know, he had dreamt about it. Him and his dad had obviously worked hard, brought him up. You see the pictures of him around champions as a kid and everything. But but fame is something that if you if you just ain't built for it, it just consumes you. And you see the way that they were going on. It was madness. The, the dad <laughs> and the son, every minute they're on Instagram posting up the thing. And people get it twisted. Floyd. Floyd. Floyd <laughs> <laughs> the dad's on food, bro. <laughs> like, even that in the fight, the dad was shouting to the crowd. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. They, 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 the fame thing has gone to their head. And that's what it was. It wasn't mm. the fact that weight drain or anything like that. I, this fame thing, you know, you got, you got to be focused. Hence why this is my last show until the 23rd, until the 24th, should I say. But, you know, wow. it, there's a time for talking and there's a time to get your head down and work and just block out the outside. Uh, and this mm. this day and age that we're living in uh, has a big influence or can have a big influence on the performance of these these athletes, these young men or, 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 or you know, mature guys. You've got to stay off of this thing now. You can't believe what's on Instagram in 60 seconds. Forget all that. Forget all that. So um, I, I just think that's where they went wrong. I just think they didn't know how to how, how handle handle that. You know, he was undisputed taking pictures with Canelo like you're on the same level as Canelo. Come on now. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Well, Canelo's been doing this thing from the get-go. Yeah, you know? Uh, it ain't, this, this thing ain't magic. It's not hocus exactly, my man. You just took the words right out. It's no hocus pocus. You have to focus. It's simple as that. There you go. There you go. That's a mad one. Yeah. Right? But when I'm seeing these guys, like, I remember when I hosted Floyd when he came over here. The first time when I hosted him when he when he came over here. And like, and Floyd, Floyd was saying to me, like on stage, man was saying, like, how do you keep it to keep on going? And the, 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 he says the focus, he said, the problem with fighters now, they make a five mil and if it they made it. Come on. He said, "That man, go on." He said, "Listen, man, I'm making, I'm, I'm making history on pay-per-view buys consistently. I've been doing it for the last ten years, and the reason why I keep on doing that is because I always want to better myself." He was, Floyd man, was in the gym. Floyd was in the gym, so he's to cut you. He fought on a Saturday. The whole team thought they were gonna have a breast. Floyd said to the whole team, "What are you talking about? We ain't done nothing." We back in the gym on Monday. That's after yep. making the biggest money of his life in Oscar De La Hoya. Okay. So that's, that's, what what that's that's the difference. Too much man like to take this rest thing. Well, oh, yeah, go on going in the pub. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go beat a couple gal and rare, 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 and all the rest of it. Excuse me, what did you just say? Beat girl, sleep with women, right? No. <laughs> Gary, Gary, bro, we gotta put right. we, we gotta put a muzzle on this use mate. This you know. Gary, sue it up. No, so what are you drinking, bro? <laughs> there nah, is definitely alcohol in that thing. I, I wish there was. I wish there was. Anyway, you know I mean? yeah. No, but sorry, no. Drink, this 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 what happens. So. 
if you truly want to be on this thing, you have to be obsessed by it. Mm. Right? You know who told me that as well about this obsession? Chris Eubank Sr. Mm. Chris Eubank Sr. says, this is, um, if, you, if you truly want the, um, success, you have to be obsessed. I'm obsessed with it, Spencer. And it was, he was obsessed because Chris Eubank used to walk around massive in autumn. I don't know how he got down to 11 stone six, you know? Yeah, I mean, look at the size of these fighters. Even when I, I look at James Cook, I said, oh, look, James, he was a middleweight, man. Yeah, massive. Massive. So, but them, man, they, they, they were obsessed. They were obsessed by... Yeah, James said that to me as well. He said, we live this life. Right. They were mm. professional yeah. athletes. That man would go to work and then run from their workplace to the gym and then train. Mm. They were obsessed. That's so true because when I what when I when I'm um looking at historical fighters and looking at this uh how many fights they've had, they've had like almost a fight every six weeks. Whereas here they're having two fights a year, <laughs> like yes. two fights, taking a long break, coming back in, chilling, having the you know Christmas break, Easter break, bloody uh, yacht break, etc. Summer festival, and then they're back in the gym like. So yeah, I, I, I don't think that's a way to go in this day and age. Certainly not if you want to be anything of note in the sport. Games you love says every fighter is different. Some need to have a blowout. Agreed, but social media is not the blowout you need. <laughs> I'm telling you that for free. As a fighter, you don't need that kind of blowout because all you be doing is this. <laughs> you, hold, you just swipe, swipe, swipe. Next thing... Two hours are gone. Two hours ago, you know, if you took half of that two hours and watched boxing, you know how much you know Richard Riappor spoke about the subconscious mind, and and, and I love to hear that wow. from young guys um, in the game or any guy in the game talking about the subconscious mind, and and he was alluding to Spencer having boxing or telling him keep boxing on the background, regardless if you're watching it or not. I don't know if I should repeat in this because this is some little. <laughs> some <laughs> but, gems some gems, but it's fact. Yeah, I learned that today. I learned, I literally learned that today. I was like, wow. Yeah, you okay. see, you see, bro. I was put some Snapchat money in this thing. <laughs> <in that place. laughs> Were you paying for the knowledge? But, but yeah, um, but yeah, it's gonna be a great fight. Let's not sleep on Errol Spence Jr. versus Ugas. That mm -hmm. is a big fight. That's a big fight, Spence. Big, big fight, son. Big fight. And um, Errol's in bullish mood. I'm telling you that for free. Errol's coming to Brock up, man. So this is going to be a fight because um, uh, Ugas is not a joke either. Ugas is it, not a joke. He's not a joke. Ugas is not no joke. On the but... line, we have um, all the runnies. Uh, let's see what my man's saying. Good evening, sir. Can you hear me? He's bobbing his head. I don't know. Maybe it's some Yoruba Euro, <laughs> <Euro> music. <laughs> All the runnies, can you hear me? No, I'm sorry. 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 <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what are you listening to? What are you watching? Can you hear me? Or hear yes, us? Sir. Yes, sir. We thought you was listening to some Yoruba music, but then you smoke. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And, and, and let me start by saying happy Mother's Day. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, bless up to Spence Tunde, my man. My G, yes, yeah. 
Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Now, honestly, honestly, I'm just, I'm just enjoying the vibe of listening to the fundamentals and the sport, and you know the knowledge. Yes, sir, Mr. Spence. Come um, on. Yeah. Great. It, it, it's an exciting time. Uh, I hope the fight gets made. Um, all I, all I want to, all I want to, all I want to look forward to is the, the, you know, the actual events, not the politics and not the rah rah. That's a great point. And that's all that's... I want to leave you with, sirs. That's all I want to leave you with. All the runnies, when you say that you're looking forward to the fight, what, what fight in particular are you most looking forward to? Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't think we've got a brother. It's some weak connection. All the runnies? All right, all right. Well, listen, all the runnies. It's good. Yeah, big mark, anyway. Big up all the runnies. He didn't even come for no talk. He just was saying yeah. he's feeling yeah. the vibe. He loves the show. And this is what we want. You know, the yeah. realness <laughs> of the conversation and, 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 and big him up. Big we up love him for. We love off the canvas. We love him <laughs> We thought, oh, bruv, he was listening to your other music, <laughs> and then we caught him. Oh, we caught him watching OnlyFans. We caught my watching OnlyFans. And <laughs> uh, anyway, um, what's this? Jermaine says, "What about the guy calling out yard? Come on, man." That's that, uh, next question. Let's keep on moving. Forget about that, man. That's that's you know you know what you know what we're about. Um. No, but the Errol Spence fight. We, yeah, we were talking about the Errol Spence fight, yeah. That's a great fight. Um, do you know what? I think Errol Spence has to go up another level to beat Ugas. Because Ugas just beat his last fight, Manny Pacquiao, and made him retire. So that is a that is a good win. Bro, bro. Let's... <laughs> let's that worked, Manny Pacquiao. Thank you very much. Let's keep the fight in perspective. Right? Yes, he beat the name in Manny Pacquiao. He didn't beat Manny Pacquiao. Do you know what I mean? Right? Well, it, looked like, it looked like him. Yeah. It <laughs> no, you know what I mean? That weren't, that weren't a peak Manny Pacquiao. But the no thing way. about it is, Manny Pacquiao's last great performance was when he beat Keith Furman. Right? And that's still two and a half, three years ago. Right? Yeah, 2019, so, yeah. Right, exactly. So, no disrespect, because Ugas did a masterful performance. And but when that fight was announced that he was taking Errol Spence's place, mm. I said that's the upset straight. I knew that was going to be an upset. Wrong style. He's a blinking Cuban, right? Wrong style for Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao don't really want them in and out. Manny Pacquiao wants them to try and rock with you, to stand mm. in front of you, so he can just use that hitry jittery style and clap you with a hard shot. But unfortunately, that weren't the case, mm. right? So. Yeah, Ugas is very good, but I want man to realize if Errol Spence's focus and mind is on the game, he's the game a problem to everybody. And we mean everybody. Me and Tundi was in the gym when he sparred with Floyd Mayover, hmm. right? In okay. 2000, 2000, 2012, 2013, sorry, right? We was out there. People think that me and Tony just come in the game last week. We were, we were in the gym. We were witnessing these things when everyone was getting dashed out of the gym, but they just allowed me where I was in there. Tony said, right, is that your reality? I said, man, can't tell me nothing. I'm Sky. I had a tower of Sky Sports, but we just did an interview with Floyd. 
So I'm telling you now that Errol Spence is real. Unfortunately, and this is the thing, I'm just gonna be real. When he crashed the car, you know that he was he was drinking and driving, yeah. When he crashed, yeah, yep. Like it come from a rave, and he's been that guy, which is it's not hidden. People know that he likes to party, he likes to drink and stuff like that, right? But there's many great champions right throughout history that used to like to party and drink, more notably than one of the greatest ever to do it in Roberto Duran. Now that brother will drink. Mm. So, but it, there's only certain man can can do this drunken master style, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I want man to realize can this drink <laughs> only certain man can do that. Now, I would just like to see Earl Spence, and I believe that he is to become more disciplined. He's had these little creeping fights. Because he hasn't really shown us nothing. He didn't show me nothing in the in the Garcia fight. He didn't show me nothing in that fight. Mm. He didn't. When he fought, he didn't show me nothing. Now he's got to he's got to show us something. And this is a great fight. And then after that, if he can come out successful, then yes, he needs to go and talk to Mr. Crawford because I'm getting sick and tired of the weight on this one. Oh, can I just say, what do you think? Oh, it's, it's yeah, it. somebody got. Some equipment on or something. Um, hello, one, two. Yeah, I can't hear nothing now. But yeah, can I just say that when you say that he didn't show us nothing, isn't coming back from a horrific car crash and jumping straight in there with with DG, um, something you know quite miraculous? Because it's not as though he did a tune up. He just went straight back in, straight in, and fought one of the top dogs. So I think that in itself, to me, that was a good victory, Spence. Yeah, I just muted my mic just in case it's my fault. My yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's what we should do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with that. That, that, was, that was a big step, but we've seen Garcia lose. We've seen him lose. So I've seen Garcia come out second best against Keith Furman. I've seen him come out second best against Sean Porter. Mm. Right, both of those guys, I rate Earl Spence above those two men. Okay, so maybe it's me being so spot, or maybe it's me thinking like I I rate you so highly that I'm expecting you just to clap out these brothers, mm. not looking for you to, even though of what you come back from. And I want to know: has he truly recovered from that car crash? Has he truly recovered mentally from that? Because that was serious. The, the Lamborghini, was Lamborghini. The thing flipped in the air, like when Tundi's flipping pancakes surrounded. It was serious. So I want to know: can he can he come back? But when I speak to the guys on the other on the other side, um, um, guys like Black Fight Fan and those guys who run their show, they're close to Earl Spence. They say he's got this new strength and conditioning coach as well, and yep, he's majorly on it. And all we can do is sit down studiously and wait and see because it's a big fight and we'll see what he what he comes with yeah it's a great fight um going back um a bit, a bit retracting a little bit um because a good question um real bull talk says will it not benefit cambosis more as devon will be fasting next month and the reason why i've put that up because you know obviously you know that we're in line to fight joe smith jr and the only thing that could stop that and has stopped that as a unification between Baturiev and 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 Joe Smith. 
The reason why the fight hasn't taken place sooner is because Baturiev is also a Muslim and fasting in the month of April. Mm. And that's why the fight is in June. Now, having said that, doesn't this benefit both Joe Smith Jr. and Cambosis? That is if Devon is actually going to fast in the month of April. Because I know, bro, I fast for many years. Every, every, oh, bro, let me not go into that. But I fasted and I know your body ain't the same the next month. Your, but you don't feel the Attention, same. ladies and gentlemen, Tundi was not fasting. It's when Tundi went for a broke period and couldn't go to weight. <laughs> About you, <laughs> stop it, man. Stop it, stop it, stop it. But, but you understand what I'm saying, Spence? <clears throat> it takes time to recover, yeah. Uh, when you're fasting every day for 30 days, you don't just jump in the next month. That's in my opinion, anyway. So, if you fast for the whole of April, you have Maine, and then the fight is early June, so it must give the opponent some more advice, uh, in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think about I, that off the I, canvas? I, I don't think it makes a huge difference. It depends on whether hey, he's off the, off the canvas. Are you are you Somalian, brother? Are you Somalian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Somali, yeah. Right, so you're Muslim, yeah? Yeah, 100%. Okay, right. So, right. So, I'm saying, when you fast, bro, hmm. you're knowing that you're going to be doing, I don't know, sun up till sundown, 12 hours of not, of abstaining from food. Does yeah. that greatly affect you over that period of time the thing is actually i haven't um physically fasted for like four or five years because of health reasons actually okay because yeah. I'm, I'm on uh, medication as a result of uh, going through like my cancer treatments so or i have to take medication but when i was i'm not gonna lie it does affect you but at the same time i'm not a pro athlete training every single day and so the if he can train every single day, then I don't think it would affect him. The problem is mm. that if the training halts to a set or, or, or even reduces in terms of intensity, then it could it could it could have somewhat of effect. But after a week or two, shortly afterwards, I, I well, think this is Devin Haney's first ever Ramadan because he only he reverted uh, last year, so this is his first one. Uh, uh, this I believe that this is going to be his first one, right? So, yeah, I don't. You know, I'm saying like I think a lot of things are psychological, and boxing is vastly cerebral, and I believe like the greater men than he has fasted and fought. Muhammad Ali famously fasted and fought. Nassim Hamed fasted and fought. I could go through right, and Nassim Hamed they only fasted Isn't and fought when by he got he Isn't that when he got dropped by Daniel Alazia. No, no, when he fought Kevin Kelly. When he fought Kevin Kelly, no, because yeah. that wasn't that wasn't Ramadan at that time. That was mm. tail end because that fight was December nineteenth, nineteen ninety seven, and at that time, it was, it was, yeah, it was a, it was a Ramadan. That's so about two, that's about two months after I was born. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Right, exactly. I've been watching boxing before you were born. Okay, <laughs> look at my girl try to jump on the ticket, show off her plaques in the back. <laughs> My mastery is in the building with the stamina of a soul, attire, letting it be known. The old man science, the sweet old man science is in the building. Come on, how you doing? Chris? Thank you. How are you? 
We're all good. All the yeah. better for seeing your lovely face. Thank you. You're right, Spencer. I'm blessed, sis. How you doing? How you keeping? Blessed. Really blessed. Yeah. I came on because I said, and off the ca the canvas boxing. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for asking. I came on because I got quite excited when you were talking about focus mm. and talking about energy and, um, you know, this social media and where you said you're not going to be online to, to keep your your energy where it needs to go. And because I'm quite an expert in this, um, I just wanted to share with myself because I post a lot on social media and I find that if I need to do something, I have to shut everything down. I have to delete the Facebook. I delete the Instagram. So Come that on. the brain can stay focused on the target that I have at hand. Because what happens is, is everybody's energy starts pulling at you. Come you on, talk the thing. In other places. And when you start looking at other places, your energy starts to go right. Then it starts to go left. Then it starts to go right. But your goal is in front of you. You mm. need to see where you want to be. You will need that vision in your mind. And the only way you're going to, say, achieve that with full laser sharp focus, you need to have that picture, you need to have the energy, and you need to have the focus, and you need to keep having the steps that you're going to do to go forward. Come on. Are you listening? All you boxers out there, listen. Take notes from Shante. The mind mastery strategist you don't get this at no other boxing show psychotherapist giving us bars and you heard what she says hocus pocus focus and i'm teething that bar because you're gonna hear a lot more on the fight that's my right. saying focus, I, I focus, focus. <laughs> I love it but oh, before we go any further big up um 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 boogie on boxing he says did henry armstrong have 20 title fights in a 16 month period spencer i heard mike tyson saying this and who you got and who got the most in a year mm. interesting anyway we'll answer that after we continue what we were just saying with regards to the focus and, and how important it is for these young it boxers. It's so important. For, just for anything, you know, because I remember when I was studying at university, I, um, I came off social media for three years. I didn't care about what was going on out there because it's, it's a whole other world in your mind. Because mm. it's also with the subconscious. Whatever mm. you look at goes in. Come on! <laughs> Come on! Talk the thing! Listen, so bro, to yeah, I, I have to say it again. You don't yeah. get this on no other boxing show, but carry on, Shunts. Come Whatever on. Whatever you focus on goes in. So in order to program yourself, you need to create an environment around you. Even like on your bookshelf, you might not even read some of the books, but make sure the titles of the books are quite positive. So that when you look at those things, those words set the frequency within you because it's all energy. Words are Come energy. On. Just like Tunde was saying earlier, that words were used to hide your emotions, mm. um, but also words are also used because they sound. Facts. They vibrate. Facts. So, so when you say, oh, an effect, that's a lie. It will cause an effect somewhere in your psyche. But you just mm. probably are so programmed in that way of thinking or being that you think it's normal, but it's not. If you want to change, 
you must find a new focus and sometimes it is challenging but and sometimes you have to set those schedules you have to say right i've got to get on that computer for 10 o'clock or i've got to get in that gym for 10 o'clock and i've got to give it that focus time that's the only way that you're going to succeed and you've got to put your phone on do not disturb do not because all of that comes in you got to know you got to pick your fights that's it your fights in your mind you got to pick it excellent excellent <coughs> breakdown <coughs> breakdown sorry there of basically the mind you're getting a free consultation on <laughs> on the fight is right from a psychotherapist and i bet you that we're expecting that shunt it's been a pleasure having you and thank you so much for this little piece you've given us you're welcome um, i know you're a regular on the show your family to us um and all this is part of boxing you know it all it, everything is in uh, uh, entangled in this conversation and how important it is and it all stemmed from uh, what i was saying about tia Fimo and i just feel that they just, they just lost focus you know they worked so hard to get there and then when they got there i think all the the fame and adulation and stuff that comes with it you know there is a time and a place for it definitely definitely um but then there's a time to switch off so thanks for that shunts really You're appreciate welcome. it yes yes right. yes big up another one another jewel for us miss ringside says can we discuss oh let me get this thing up can we discuss warren and ben's radio war what a madness but who do we actually believe if the standard contract is with the wbc have they relied upon the verbal representation between them both big up you big you all up and i'm telling you this is such a hot topic but as soon as the interview come up the lawyer said it to me spencer Fierce <laughs> said it to me bro everyone sent me this interview my brethren's downtown sent it they said tun you gotta listen to this you gotta listen to this obviously me and frank i just pick up the phone but it, it, it was fiery to say the least spence um i mean off the canvas box have you have you heard the interview I heard the interview. I done it. I done a video on the interview. You know what? After um, after some time, I'm just sitting there thinking, why is Frank Warren on national radio arguing with his opponent's lawyer whilst reading parts of the contract on national radio? That's well, couldn't that be, Sorry to cut you there. Couldn't that be yeah. said about the lawyer as well? I don't think the lawyer, when I was listening to it, maybe I missed something, but I don't think the lawyer breached any confidentiality agreement. I think when Frank actually read the contract, that's when he breached it. The lawyer was Did you read the contract? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, well, no, he didn't read the contract, but he was reading parts of, of the contract. So he was saying, this clause, point this, 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 and then he just started reading it. And I think at that point, that's when you probably breached confidentiality agreement. Whereas the lawyer, he was talking on via text of like, you know, that hasn't been any formal agreement that hasn't been signed. So, but I've just, do you know what? This, this all could have been avoided, really, in my opinion. I think this could have been avoided before when they were negotiating for the fight, really and truly. They could have just negotiated the fact that an escrow could have been involved or a ticket. I, I don't know where the, where really the beef is, because some of these things are like little things if that makes sense. 
um, mm. are things like allocated seats or um, what's the other thing? Um, yeah, these are just like simple things. And I think it can just all easily be resolved. If Frank just turned around and said, you know what, Dillian, you get this amount of seats for your, for your family um, and friends and we'll ask permission to, you know, go, take your photo, picture, etc." which is common and standard in a lot of other industries in the active and, and the media industry to request approval for, uh, you know, photographs, etc. I, I, for me, I don't know where, where we go from here. I think Dillian's team are digging their heels in as a result of the injustice that was made with the 80-20 split. And I don't really blame them. But yeah, it was a, it, for me, it was a bad moment for Frank. Um, and the, do you know what? And the lawyer as well. I, I was surprised that the lawyer was on national radio as well because it was the lawyer that came on and then Frank came on afterwards and then they went together and started arguing amongst themselves. That's why I think I'm a bit confused as to why the lawyer wanted to speak on national radio knowing that Frank could be on a little later. But that's just my little take. I mean, I'm echoing what our friend uh, Johnny Gaffer has said. He said, I'm from a family of barristers and lawyers. Mm. It's so unprofessional for a lawyer to be speaking about a live case uh, like that in the media. And that is what I'm saying. So I, I'm, I, I don't know where people are saying Frank lost this or anything. Frank never lost nothing. Like, how are you going to be a lawyer? Now, nah, interject. He didn't lose. Frank didn't lose. Frank, I'm going to be real with you. Frank never lost. Frank, Frank didn't, he didn't lose that one. At all. Right? Frank, right. Um, before you speak, Spence, right. I, 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 you're the person I want to hear from the most. Frank didn't lose. And I, it was lost the moment the lawyer came on the show. Because he's a professional. He yeah. knows the points of law. Like, what you, you know, you know, you're not talking about a, 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 um, a, a living room conversation. There were millions of people listening to this thing out. Mm. You know, and so I think the lawyer, really, that's a red flag straight away. Frank said it. I'm not a lawyer. I left school at 14. You get what I'm saying? But the thing is, is you signed a contract. So that's where he signed a contract. So all those things, I mean, I don't want to get into the legalities because I don't want no one phone start coming to me. But from what we understand, from what we all heard on that interview, the lawyer signed the contract one hour before the deadline. And he got his client to sign it. So how are you going to be now fighting? How are you going to be taking a man's word for it when this thing is set out in stone in paper? And I'm not a lawyer. I'm saying you signed. You signed. So, you know, uh, am, am I to trust you? If Spencer said he's going to give me a million... If, Spencer, if I was going to jail and Spencer said, yeah, I'm giving a million pounds to your people when you're gone, you think I believe him? <laughs> he <laughs> would, he would believe me because he knows I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah, different. yeah. That's, I can't really, that's not even a good analogy to use. But It's disgusting you know, listen, one to tell you on this issue. It's, it's, it's business. It's business. That's the point I'm making. And so, you know, people can speak with four tongues. But at the end of the day, that's the reason why uh, there's a piece of paper there. Mm. And if you sign the paper, as Frank said, the person that should be getting sued is the lawyer. Anyway, Spencer, what's your thoughts on this? My thoughts are quite simple. Frank Warren didn't lose that battle. He won that battle. And you know what? I know he won that battle because I had to send him a WhatsApp and say, no, you're a bad man. You know what I mean? And man, no, I don't talk to Frank Warren for love, no money. So 
how it was is this it was um, if you're if you exactly like like your lawyer was it jonathan that said that to you right like your tundi's lawyer would turn around and say how can you talk about a live case yeah on a live no, show it's like, let, let me just let me just clear that because there's a lot of people listening in maybe including jonathan jonathan never said nothing to me he just oh, sent me right. the video oh, <laughs> cool. no type right, of man in right. trouble. So, <laughs> literally, but what i'm trying to say i'm not trying to put no one in trouble i'm saying how can you speak about something that is live and ongoing right so it's going to be a he says she said match and what made it worse frank warren said well you are a liar that's serious, right? Yeah. And I know when somebody's being cornered because I'm saying if I'm going on live and I know I'm going up against Frank Warren, bro, I'm your lawyer. You're meant to have your books, your things stack up here so you can just draw on bare dub plates to go mash up the plates. But you, this man never not one. You never listen. My master, you never know. He, he didn't have one special going into the thing, you know. Uh, but we, <laughs> not not even not even half of a special, bro. You know what I mean? Mm. I was watching that and saying, nah, you should have come with some dubs. I'm not saying, like, in his mind, he ain't right. In his mind, he most probably is right. But what I'm saying is this. Like Frank Warren said, did you sign the contract? Yes, that's the point. Mm. That's the point. So if I'm unhappy with certain and certain things, I'm not signing the thing. As simple as that. I'm not signing it. But he signed it. So therefore, you signed it. And like he said, Dylan White should be suing you. But this, you know what this boils down to? This whole thing boils down to egos. Because end of the day, if you're my lawyer, I don't want you. I don't want you up front saying nothing on my behalf. You talk to me and drop your lawyer, you drop your liar, your lawyer mind on me and let me use that to the public. You should have taken this on a public platform. But your ego surpassed your personality. <laughs> no, but Spencer, I've got one quick question. Wait, 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 one... wait, wait, because you don't have to like to mix in the little jokes. Yeah, <laughs> Shanti, Shanti, this man said this art is solid. Shanti, they're calling us Artie and uncles now, but they're just trying to own us off. They're just owning us off. What's the matter with them? Ah, uh, no, sorry, I had to just slip that in there. No, go on, off the canvas. What are you saying, bro? What are you saying? I, I, I've got one question. Okay. Go on. Look, Eddie Hearn was not a part of this whole um, negotiation scene between Frank yeah. Warren and Dilly White's lawyer. Dilly White doesn't have another manager like a Sam Jones who looks after him necessarily. That I can see outward. Maybe there is somebody behind the scene that I've not, never seen. Maybe I could be speculating. But what would what would you say if Dilly White actually was the one who sent the lawyer in because he's the next best person to represent Dylan no, on his no. behalf in the public eye. No, Dylan didn't have to send no lawyer in or nothing. The lawyer <laughs> wanted to go in because yeah. he wanted exposure. And right, it was a trophy skin. So I just want all I want is for Dylan to to, to train hard and be ready for this fight. Uh, as George Foreman used to say, drink your milk, run your miles, and get ready to fight. Simple as that. Because Regardless whether he sent the lawyer in or not, don't let your lawyer go in and be inadequate. And that lawyer came off second best. Mm. He did. He came off second best because a man was saying, "Right, no, Tun, that weren't even a T 
TKO. That was a straight knockout, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm a fragman, so I'm, I'm on that anyway. But don't you think this is all good promotion for the fight? Because Dylan ain't talking. No, <laughs> and, talking. I don't think Tyson Fury in himself uh, can, it, it can carry it. Yeah, he can do a few press conferences and talk about how many times can he do that? There needs to be more promotion. And, and, and I think all of this builds the fight without even the fighters doing it. Because it is a talking point, hence why we're we're speaking about it this evening. But um, I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you uh, Spence. I believe Frank won that. You know, I believe he, he had the lawyer stuttering. <laughs> he had the lawyer stuttering. And yeah, That's the lawyer the came back with a few, a few questions, but it boils down to one simple thing. Did you sign the bout agreement? And that's where it is. He signed it. Simple as that. Escrow account, all of that should have been in, if you wanted it, should have been in the bat agreement and not just taken for a man's word, you know, because he, he doesn't need to do it. I know I can say firsthand when we fought in Russia and we got the, the purse that we got, it was so large that it had to be deposited in an escrow account and it mm. was held in an escrow account. And it weren't no 42 million, but it was a couple. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a couple, but it was an escrow account. So, and it was in the battle agreement and, and the contract. So someone ain't done their job. And hence why I think um, Frank said, you know, the lawyer needs to be sacked. But yeah, that's that, That's my two pence. Spencer's giving his two pence. Shante is just looking at the psychological... <laughs> I'm looking at the psychological aspect, but I also wanted to show where they can have a resolution as well for the solution to help the mind focus. And I use a, a therapy called rapid transformational therapy, which involves a bit of hypnosis. And what we do or what I do in that is I help to set the scene in your mind. So, for instance, um, obviously, you've got to do the work. You've got, you've got to work hard to get where you need to be. But then if you said, OK, to me that you know i want to have a world title do you know what that's going to feel like do you know what it's going to look like so i can set a scene in your mind based upon what you give to me and i'll feed it back to you through so it's say a hypnosis list for like 21 days and that then just helps to set the scene so you know what the big picture looks like and what you're working towards and therefore your energy drives and keeps driving in that direction so so where can where can people in general not only boxers where can you be contacted uh shots you need to um, on on my instagram through my mastery uh, strategist and um, that's the best place actually because my 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 facebook's quite noisy because i promote a lot of people on there um so on my instagram my mastery strategist they can find me if they inbox me get gary to put that up just the the the, the app and um yeah we'll get that up but uh, again Great information from yourself this evening. Um, thank you, all the runnies, for the eight ninety-nine. We thought all the runnies was playing Yoruba music in the background, but we found out he weren't. <laughs> but he says the fight, the the fight in is four weeks away. That interview on Bre what's it Brexit radio was just BS. To my earlier point, just to make the bouts, 
Tundi and Canvas did me dirty. Canvas less, <laughs> canvas less smart. <laughs> of the canvas no. less smart. Ah, cool, say nothing. No, I'm nah, out of shape, man. Thank you for the donation, all the runnies. And uh, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a definite, definite, definite explosive interview. Uh, which we got from Frank and 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 the lawyer. What's his name? Jeffrey Benz, I think. Uh, Je- yeah, Jeffrey Benz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, listen, we've gone over. Uh, it has been quite a good show, a very good show. You know, we had um, Richard Riappor on winner sorry, of last there's night's there's contest. Sorry, there's a brother that's on the Snapchat money. Yeah, he asked about yeah. who's the answer. What fight did he ask about? Wait, done Snapchat and I didn't call it. Yeah, yeah. Who? Who is he speaking about? Thank you very much. What was it? Boogaloo on boxing. What is? Because he he donated money. What's he say? Did Henry Armstrong have? Because I remember you read. So I I was trying to think who's the fighter that he he said because it went out my head. I was listening to about this Frank thing and everything else. Um, He said, "Did Henry Armstrong have twenty title fights in a sixteen-month period, Spencer?" I heard Mike Tyson saying this. And and who you got, and who got the most in a year? So basically, in world title uh, fights, yeah. Did Henry? Did first of all, did Henry Armstrong have twenty title fights in a sixty? He had he had sixteen. You know, Henry Armstrong famously was the first man ever to hold three world titles simultaneously, Mm. right? The knowledge. 1936, he becomes world heavyweight champion. He moves up. From featherweight up to welterweight, and beats Barney Ross for the undisputed world welterweight crown, and then from there, oh, the other is someone eating peanuts in the thing. <laughs> hey, off yeah, the campus, you having peanuts? No, I'm not even... no, I heard some people <laughs> Bro, off the canvas, you jamming them. You're crackling nuts on the thing. What one? No, <laughs> no, I got, I got, I got. Yeah, that's what we're hearing. Bro, I didn't know you guys could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, Spencer, the man's cackling hey. mocking us. Why are you giving us a boxing lesson? Ah, oh, nah, nah, nah. I've seen it all. I, I didn't I've know you guys did it. All now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually yeah. you, know the, you know the dairy book. You know, you, like who man is cracking mocking us from Somalia on the show? <laughs> 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 Live, you know, bro. Gary, Gary, the man's cracking monkey that's from Somalia on the show, live in the microphone. Ah, oh, man, bro. I don't know what's the matter with black people. What's the matter with one? <laughs> I'll beat myself. I'll beat myself. <laughs> No, 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 no. Now, off the canvas, come on, man. Behave yourself, man. Bro, don't be cracking no monkey nuts on the show. We're not having I, I, that. I, I thought nobody was hearing it. I swear. <laughs> no, we all heard it. Shante, you see how my ears are sharp? You see, I hear it. That was these. loud, though. I thought it was, I thought it was something wrong with the microphone or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, this is the best show. This is the best show out there, but none. Anyway, 
sorry because he was really interrupted by off the canvas crunching Somali monkey nuts live on the thing. <laughs> anyway, continue what you were saying, Spencer. Yeah. Sorry, so, that one is definitely yeah. getting played. Back. He had, he had, he had <sighs> 12 world title fights, official world title fights within 16 months. Yeah, yes, but within that, he had non title fights, but on many times, like. Because titles weren't fragmented then, but how they were fragmented is like you had um, the New York State Athletic um, World Ch Championship, you had the California Athletic World Championship. So in totality, <laughs> it did. Yes, I'm sorry. The man was crunching monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Spencer! 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 Oh my god, snow come out my nose! Oh my god! Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my god, sweat is coming from my forehead. Oh no, Gary. Gary, what is going on? I need to Sean, Sean, it's like a man just goes on Sky TV and start butting monkey nuts on Sky TV. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, please, God, help me tonight. Please help me, God, Jesus Christ. Spencer. 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 The mascot is on the show. laughing in my sleep oh no oh my goodness only on this show can this happen <laughs> only on this show this can't happen and no other yeah, johnny show. sorry johnny graffa i will continue the story but oh, sorry, yeah. monkey nuts don't worry <laughs> sorry 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 i don't even sorry. know what they are hold on yeah sorry, so carry on, carry right. on, carry so I'm, on. when you look when you look at henry armstrong here was a man in the 30s, won the World Weight Championship, moved up from, held the title as well, moved up to welterweight, won the World Weight Championship, then dropped down to lightweight to win the World Lightweight Championships, right? And then when he lost the weights down at the lower weight divisions, he'd never lost the weight that he had above him, and he continued, and then he's ended up staying as a welterweight, and he went on to have 20 consecutive wins, I think it was in about 18 months, not 16 months, but I'm doing this from my head top. I'm not reading off from nothing. Um, I think it, I think it was that. But then in 1940, he fights the world middleweight champion. Check this one. This guy was a lightweight, you know. 
He fights the world middleweight champion in Seferino Garcia, who famously he popularized the bolo punch. Seferino Garcia. He fights yeah. Seferino Garcia in 1940, and they give it a draw. But really and truly, he beat Seferino. He beat him. So when you're talking about Henry Armstrong, Henry Armstrong was a very, very serious fighter um, called Homicide Hank, Hurricane Hank. The man. Joe Frazier tried to copy his style. He would just come forward and he would be swinging. One of the greatest, many people have him down as the greatest fighter of all time. One of the greatest fighters of all time. An incredible guy. And I'm glad that Mike Tyson has said these things so man can, can really like, you know, go and check these things because I'm telling you, he was serious, bro. Research. Yep. All the Ronnies, thank you for your four... Your 449. Spence, I need to hear a technical breakdown of Pernell Whitaker's fights. Best. You know what? We've done this before. We've done Pernell before. I remember, I would say to anybody, if you want to watch Pernell Whitaker, you want to have that wow moment, go to August of 1989 when he beats Jose Luis Ramirez. Um, that was, there's a couple fights that I've watched where I've said I've seen genius. That fight there, that was genius what I saw. There's a couple of fights that I've seen. And the reason why I got rate him is because um 14 months prior to that, he um he fought Jose Luis Ramirez in France and he loses on points. He got jobbed, but he loses on points. So and how he's come back from that, I'll say Pernal Whitaker is one of the one of the greatest defensive fighters of all time. And not only that. If you're not an out and out heavy-handed puncher man like no anti-yard, them kind of demon demonic punching powers. If you ain't got that, if you look at those guys who are skillsters, and we saw it demonstrated by Maxi Hughes yesterday, they apply a lot of work to the body. So they're physically strong, it's just that they got and got that killer one-punch knockout power. But try to push those guys back. They'll they'll jerk you up around the midsection. So yeah, Pernal Wicker, one of the great ones as well. But I could talk history all day long. And what I'm trying to say. Tundi's not here for three weeks. Yes. So it's going to be more history. It's going to be more invites to you guys to jump on, like to keep me company, to keep this going because consistency is the key. They can't fool us because that's how it goes. So even though like Tundi's still going to be there in spirit and every now and then he made us jump on when I can try and pressure him. But one thing I know for certain, when he goes into camp, that is exactly what he does. Hmm. And nobody like don't message print. me. On, nobody don't message me on yeah. Instagram. I ain't answering. <laughs> yep. John Smith, you will get more knowledge. I swear, Dan, you will get more knowledge. I'm gonna do more fight breakdowns. I'm gonna drag on loads of old time historians as well, so I can talk the game with him. And I'm wearing the old guy. I'm gonna get the old guy. I'm gonna get guys like Freddie Burkham, former head editor for the boxing at the News of the World. I'm gonna get guys like Colin Hart. These are all old guys. Jeff Powell from the Independent. I'm gonna get all of these old writers. Yeah, remember Jeff. Yeah, but I'm gonna yeah. get all these old guys to talk. That I've just, just got to teach them how to use this Zoom thing because they ain't got a clue, right? But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. It's like I said to Colin, oh, Spence, I ain't got a clue. Ring me yeah. when Cindy's about. I said, don't worry, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's important to this history is our future, and our future is our history. And it does repeat, but then certain times we've got to break certain things as mind mastery. I remember when she did a talk. Um, down for Peck and BMX, and she was saying about what was it um, intergenerational curses and breaking that chain. So I listen. Yeah. You said that about four years ago, but I still listen when Come people. On. Talk. 
Come on. My memory's my memory's nuts like that. Ask Sunday. So, like I'm saying to people, we just got to keep on pushing forward. I am grateful. I don't even know how many people's in the live. I don't. I don't mean. I, I don't have right. I'm grateful for you guys jumping on your Sunday and spending it with us. Do you know what I mean? That is important. Yeah. So big up to Off The Canvas, big up to my mastery strategist, big up to my brother from another mother. I'm going to miss Tundi over the time where he's not going to be around. But the thing about it is this, I need a break from him anyway because this man puts me in trouble certain times. <laughs> Come on. Spence, been great. Another Thank great you. show. Thank you everyone for joining us this lovely Sunday evening. It's been a blast. We had jokes. We got the knowledge. From the knowledge, we got Mind Mastery Strategy from the lovely Shante. She's not an RE. Well, she is an RE, but she's she's just Shante to us. So, man, don't say this RE is solid. I'm, <laughs> I'm a grandma anyway, so they can say grandma. Wow. And happy Mother's Day to you. Are you your grandma, yeah? Are you grandma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she just looked young, man. You know, no, black, blue, and crack. Yes, we're all telling wow. wow. uh, um, So, happy Mother's Day to you, Shantz. And uh, thank you. The people have already said you need to come back on air again. Educate us. You know, education is the key. Also, Spence, just touching on what you said about um, the old guards. Remember, where we come from, we respect the old people respect your elders because your elders are your living box wrecks encyclopedias you've got it you, they're under your roof so you have to respect them because there's nothing that you have seen that they ain't seen so Come respect the, the older people you can get a lot of information from them because they've they've, they've they've got the t-shirt they've worn it and so always respect that so Big up to Jeff Powell, Colin Hart, all the all the legends, the boxing scribes. Um, respect them. Respect Spencer Fearon, the knowledge. But brother, sometimes I just sit down. I've known this guy for so many years, and you know he is literally a walking box wreck. So, yeah, great having everyone here off the canvas. Don't worry about Spencer calling you a young gun, bro. Some of the you the, said the, my peeps are my peeps are older than. <laughs> The, the future comes from the young, so we always respect you as well. So, um, yeah, thank you, everyone. Have a great <laughs> rest of the night. Uh, God bless to everyone. Um, and we end by saying, dream it, believe it, become it. Come on down. Join me this week, because I'll be doing something this week. Um, maybe Wednesday... Maybe, yeah, maybe Wednesday I'll be doing something and away we go. Peace to fingers and we 